0: It's morning in Hemsworth, and the first thing we see is Main Street. At the center of the plaza is a larger-than-life statue of what looks to be... A hedgehog? Don't worry about that for now.
1: Previously on Worlds Away.
2: Okay, Lauren, go. What happened you? God <laughs> damn. Okay. I, <laughs> I am playing the role of Beth Juniper.
3: So I'm going to be playing Dana Lynn...
1: I'm playing Harry Finkelstein. My character's name is Carol Ann.
0: Hello, and welcome to the 412th annual Hemsworth Holiday Hambory. It is my delight to present to you Wesley Patterson, the head of the holiday hambory for this year.
3: How hot are we talking about? Can we, can yeah, we get a hotness fucking right hot
0: here? How hot is this guy? Oh, yeah. he's, He looks good. He's got, like, playful eyes, a smi- boyish smile,
2: like, you know, he's a hottie. I think Beth is like, damn, can this man turn around so I can see what he's working with?
0: All of that said, you must be wondering, what are the prizes for this year's holiday hampery? Of course, uh, we had to throw this one in there. One person on the winning team will also get the opportunity to share, and he kind of laughs, a, a date with me. Well, hold on a second, Mom. What? You just listed out like 10 good things about him. Are you sure you're not a little interested in him, too?
4: Violet Noel Walters, I know better than to go falling for some charming fella during the holidays.
0: Okay, Mom, we get it. Dad was a jerk.
3: <laughs> I can tell you're skeptical, but when I was growing up, a huge storm came through. Eventually, I just saw my own footprints in the snow. I was going in circles. That was until I saw it, a teeny little hedgehog on the ground in front of me.
2: Uh, uh, uh. I think there's palpable I think I can... silence. Like I...
0: <laughs> I still can't believe you ended up in Hemsworth, of all places. Have you run into your ex yet?
2: No, thank God. But I, everywhere I go, like, people stare at me like I'm a crazy person. I mean, like, I knew coming back here, such a small town, word gets out, and I absolutely look like the craziest girlfriend. And I really wish that they didn't send me here, but I really think this is my best chance to keep it promoted to the junior VP of Holiday Spirit. I'm really hankering for it. All I have to do is make sure that all the people on this team put their best foot forward, are an efficient, are an effective representation of the Fallmark Spirit, trademark.
1: Harry's dad's final wish was that Harry would continue to run the family business, and Harry's mom is very attached to the business and also really wanted to see it continue. Harry has absolutely no interest in running the family (laughs) business and has done everything he can to make it go bankrupt.
4: Well, Wesley, I seem to have uh, lost my escort. I don't suppose you would give me this dance while we wait.
0: As the kazoo music is winding down, you hear a shout uh, from outside of the square.
4: I'm running in the direction that I heard the shout. I'm like sort of moving my head back and forth. And I think I'm shouting Violet.
0: So I think um, you're running and then you also hear Wesley behind you and you finally kind of turn the corner and you see kind of at the crosswalk, you see Violet. And uh, when you look closer, you see that the road underneath is is pretty shiny and it looks like she has slipped on some black black ice. But as you look up, you do see that the semi truck is slowly backing up into the direction of violet. And uh and that's where we will end.
4: Uh fucking A. <laughs>
2: Uh, like a child's getting crushed right now right or something yeah uh so
4: <laughs> my daughter i feel like this is the start
0: <laughs> so Welcome the world's away baby
4: on world's away <laughs> <laughs> wait no just kidding uh-huh.
2: please shut uh, the everyone. fuck no. up please shut the fuck up <laughs>
3: That was the deserve. best previously on you've ever said, though. So I'm gonna definitely use that <laughs>
0: for <laughs> Okay.
3: Welcome to Worlds hey Away. Everyone, this is Worlds <laughs> Away, an actual play storytelling podcast.
0: Shut the actual fuck up. I'm so serious right now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Welcome to Worlds Away, an actual play storytelling <laughs> podcast. I'll be your GM today. My name is Haley Daria, and with me we have John Ossip present michael morales hello muhammad chitara
3: hello everyone
2: lauren wilbanks deck the halls wait heck the dolls fuck i fucked that up it's me <laughs> okay
3: we were so oh. close all right let's do it a fifth time
2: okay. well, we're... hey everyone
3: welcome to worlds away and actually <laughs> <placed>
0: i'm, to- <laughs> I'm going actually to shut the fuck I'm up she's to so to serious you. right now <laughs> i'm going to i'm gonna yeah i'm
3: oh, fuck can you do that
0: i'm oh, gonna shit. fucking find i think john actually you can mute people i can't but john please people. that's vote. almost as
1: good as a new speaker vote
0: okay all right we last left off with something pretty scary carol ann's daughter violet was in a dangerous position just in front of a semi-truck that was uh, seemingly about to run her over before we go back to that scene, though, I do want to check in on the folks who were still in the square. So just to set the scene there, we are at the holiday fair of the Hemsworth Holiday Hambury. We are in um, Hemsworth Square where there have been booths set up all around, including Harold's House of Halloween booth, which we're not really sure why it's here for a winter <laughs> festival, but we're just rolling with it. And there there are various other stalls and, and booths set up as well. Um, in the last scene, Carol Ann and Wesley were sharing a truly amazing dance to the sounds of uh, Brett's kazoo playing. Mm-hmm. And I want to pick up there for the other three uh, characters. So, Harry, what were you up to? while that dance was happening and coming all the way up to uh, hearing some shouting and seeing Carolyn and Wesley uh, dart away.
1: This, this was honestly one of the best nights in Harry's adult life. Nobody was coming to the booth. It was finally happening. And you could see Harry getting more and more animated and into the bit, uh, really leaning full into the, the vampire like motif over here, trying to like work the crowd type situation and there's a smile coming across his face, which I think to most passerbys might just be like, oh, he's a professional. But to anyone who really knew him was genuine. He is so thrilled. He's finally done it. He can finally shut down the Halloween business because there's no way he will ever financially recover from this.
0: <laughs> Amazing. OK, so he's been smiling. What happens when uh, he hears uh, some shouting and he sees Carol Ann and Wesley and maybe some others are are following as well, running out towards the street?
1: I think he was mid-sentence trying to convince a couple of people to come to the booth. Come on! Come up, And that's when he hears the sound and just makes the run. (laughs) He hits the mic that's somehow in front of him and then runs directly for the That was the sound of him hitting the table, John. The ticket table where he was collecting tickets and nothing else. We're creating a
2: soundscape here. I appreciate it. Kind of a pro- uh, professional endeavor. <laughs> okay.
0: I'm I sorry, thought that we I'll, were I'll all just going to
1: appreciate the, uh, the canonical bleh, finally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Uh, so Harry does break off in a run and and follows the commotion.
1: I, I think he's just sort of confused and like sees the concerned look on people's faces. And I think that he... It doesn't seem like people are running away from something. They're running to something. And I, I think the instinct to help takes over.
0: Okay. Dana, what are you up to?
1: So, well, I guess let, let me
3: answer your question with a question. So just to, to remind me, so we were spending a lot of the time last session decorating the stores. But that, so that's not the booths, but the the shops Correct. themselves. Correct. Was that already judged or is that the next thing that's going to gonna happen?
0: You have not heard any results from the judging yet. Okay.
3: I think then may, maybe... Dana was, after the sort of walk and talk uh, with Wesley, I think Dana was, to the extent that there are competitors, I know there was the, I think one of the shops that, I think it was all of the good stuff that was near the square that was in the competition, but I think maybe Dana's going around trying to check out any others that are also competing and just kind of scouting the competition. It wasn't all um, so, of the good
0: stuff. All the good stuff is owned by one of the judges. It was um because uh, the, okay. the, 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 the yeah. hair aura shop. Um that brought. Oh, and the hair or shop.
3: Yeah. My bad. How how could I forget the hair aura shop? <laughs> how could but you
2: forget actually? <laughs> it's, I think I know why. That
3: okay. was a bald joke for everyone Absolutely at home.
2: was. It just I'm, fucking nailed I'm, me. Just I'm only a little sorry. on
3: on the mic. Um <laughs> That's okay. I'm going to I'm going to um persevere. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so I think Dana's walking around kind of just, you know, she, I think she was pretty dejected before the conversation with Wesley and maybe isn't, uh, upbeat yet, but is, you know, kind of getting back to her normal self and, and walking around, checking out the shops. But I think when she hears the commotion, she turns around and, and, you know, kind of maybe like trying to look and see and move closer to the sound just to kind of, I don't think she's like trying to be heroic, but just figure out what's happening.
0: Okay. And that leaves Beth. Beth, what were what were you up to?
2: Yeah, I think Beth was kind of probably taking notes on the competition, but also scribbling down uh, different ideas for Fallmark product lines. Uh, you know taking some inspiration from all of the good stuff or any of the other yeah. little artisanal shops and just looking to suck the life out of uh, good,, um, wholesome, Americans making fine uh crafts and just find a way to pump that into corporate america tchotchke manufacturing. Beautiful. So she's she, she's doing all that. True I hero. think she's actually I think she's pretty far away from the noise. I don't think she like hears anything. I think she maybe gets like a whisper of like something 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 a fallmark truck accident mm-hmm. and she's like Oh my tort and runs towards <laughs> the the general location of the the, the truck.
0: That was a that, that was something for our lawyer fans. We know yeah. there are all three of you love that one. Okay.
3: <laughs> I feel there's a lot of lawyer fans out there a worlds away.
0: Um I hope so. There are dozens of us. <laughs> 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 okay. So I do want to then kind of take us back to Spring Street, which was on the corner of Main Street, and um, just to kind of put us back where we left off, there is a crosswalk where it looks like there is some ice that has some black ice that has developed um, as the the temperature got colder today, and it looks like Violet uh, Carol Ann's daughter has slipped and is kind of stuck on the ground, isn't really able to get up and move. And bearing down on her is a semi-truck fallmark logo on it that seems to be rolling at a relatively gentle pace. But, you know, and any movement is, is pretty threatening at this point. So Carol Ann, uh, Wesley uh, have just arrived at the scene. And I think the rest of you kind of join very quickly afterward. So I kind of want to ask each of you, uh, when you're confronted with this, what do you do? Carol Ann, we'll start with you.
4: I think... I think I try to, like, grab my daughter and pull her out of the way.
0: Okay. I think that has to be
2: a sweater's roll. Sounds good to me. High stakes.
4: I do Pilates.
2: Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's a 12. All right.
0: Oh. Yeah, that is a 12.
4: <laughs> Listen... My motherly instinct kicks in, yeah, and the surge of adrenaline fills yeah. me with the strength I, n- I carried my daughter for nine oh months. Oh my god, I can carry her for nine more seconds.
2: Okay, oh my god, you really do do Pilates. <laughs> um,
3: this is empowering.
0: <laughs> okay, so I think. Carol Ann, uh, you immediately react. You have that parental instinct kick in. You run over to the crosswalk where Violet is stranded. You grab her arm. You lift her up and you're able to pull her safely out of the way of this Fallmark truck.
4: Violet, are you all right?
0: Mom, mom, I'm. Oh, my gosh. I
4: squeeze her. I, I squeeze her like uncomfortably tight as I hug her.
0: Oh. Okay. All right. Well, that is a very tender, loving moment. Um That's another
2: sweater's roll.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. For sure. You said it as, tight as tight as you possibly, possibly could. That her. sounds
2: like a physical strength to me.
0: <laughs>
3: and you no. better not roll too high. Yeah. You better not roll too high, my guy. <laughs> oh, too much Pilates. Too much Pilates.
0: <laughs> um so that's great. However, the Fallmark truck is still rolling and um, there's no human life in danger, but it could still easily roll into a car or building if it is not stopped
4: or Harry's Halloween tent.
0: Not quite. We're on we're on the corner of Main Street and Spring Street. So the square is not quite right there. Uh, But yes, there's one of the beloved shops of Main Street uh, could could totally get damaged by this. Um,
3: Is it a competitor of ours? Is it all of the good stuff? Please
4: tell me it's not all of the good stuff.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, in my mental layout of the town and of Main Street, it's not all of the it's good Taco stuff.
3: Bell. If it's Taco Bell, I'm gonna jump in that truck. There's no this. Taco
0: Bell on Main Street. I have I have a whole host <laughs> not of not even other, a Cantina. I have a whole host of other businesses that I could put here. So I I will I will tell you that that is actually um, the Kitty Cat Cat Cafe. Oh, no. Uh, unclear if there are any cats in the cafe. I don't know how cat cafes work. That is their home. Oh, no. Yeah. OK, so th- there's probably there's probably some cats in there. And their um, office. They work from home. <laughs> there it is. OK, <laughs> so Beth, Harry, Dana, do any of you want to try to take an action here?
1: Yes. I just haven't decided what it is yet. Because the Cat Cafe is where I borrow um, a black hat every Friday the 13th uh, <laughs> for our hol- for our semi-annual or more frequent holiday special. <laughs> so I, I would really mu- very much like for it not to get destroyed or for the cats to get harmed.
2: No, my independent contractors! <laughs> <laughs>
1: the only ones I can pay in fish!
0: Okay. I so will I, need you...
3: Well, I, I was wondering if I could help Harry, because sure. I feel like I don't know if Dana's the one that's going to like jump into action, but I think she sees something rolling and the the, the gears are turning, you know, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm calculating the path of the roll here. And so I want to try to help. That said, I do have a minus two in Coco. So I don't know how well this is going to go. Do
1: I? Is it, is it possible for me to run over to the driver's side and try to get into the cab?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, certainly with the sweaters roll, I think you could. Okay.
1: So that's a seven.
0: Okay. Sorry, Kevin. seven? That's a mixed success. All right. So I think... It's hard,
1: it's hard to have a mixed success with an 18-wheeler.
0: Um, well, I, I mean, mean,
1: my car got destroyed, but I came out unscathed. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yes, I mean, yes you is, can. It's just still
3: rough is more of my point.
0: Okay. So I think harry is able to jump into the driver's seat there doesn't appear to be anyone there so it's a bit confusing sabotage the door was unlocked you're able to get in and i guess would harry have ever driven a semi-truck before does he have his commercial driver's Uh, license
1: i think that uh especially in the winter months for the uh the Thanksgiving Heartbreakers Ball, there have been uh, shipments that have been trying to come up the hill to the shop a couple of times. And you get one or two truck drivers who, like, don't know, the new ones, that don't know how to drive up and down a hill safely um, in the snow. And uh, he's, like, over the years picked up some tips on, like, how to get them down safely. Like, I don't know if he would know how to, like, drive for long distances or even maybe even up the hill. But he knows how to get a truck <laughs> down a hill.
0: Okay. So I think, I think we'll say then you're able to, you were able to run over and using your knowledge, you can, you know, kind of get into the driver's seat and locate what you think is the brake. So I think with a seven, you start to kind of hit the brakes, but you know, you're, you're pressing, uh, you know, uh, I'll just interject and say, I don't know how the cabs of semi trucks work. So I'm going to assume there is a pedal. If there's not a pedal, um, I'm sorry. There is in this universe. Moving on.
3: I think it has the same same pedal as yeah. that other have. That sounds have. great.
0: Um, you are able to locate the brake pedal and you start to press it. However, I think with a seven, I don't know that that fully stops the rolling. Maybe it's kind of skidding on the black ice. I don't. I'm not a physics. I'm not a physics major. Okay. I'm just letting you know it Can helps I- to slow it down, but it doesn't stop it.
1: Can I try while I'm holding on the brakes? Actually am I aware that it's not working?
0: I mean, I think you're you're pressing it and it's slowing, but I don't know if you are able to tell is this in slowing enough? I think let me pause you there and let's take Dana up on her offer to help. Dana, I want you to roll for cheer.
3: Okay. And what am I do what am I doing?
0: I you, just, you just want wanted to, me to roll, roll for cheer.
3: Okay. <laughs> okay, no, not sure what I'm doing. Just going to roll. Let's find out.
0: Okay, at ten. 10. So that is like a it. success. Okay. It'll, so think, it'll be a happy funeral. <laughs> so Dana, I think as you're observing the scene, as you're taking it in, you see the truck is starting to slow, but you know that it's not fully stopped yet and it doesn't look like it would stop in time and it would probably... At least hit the front of that building um, that's at the end of the street. So, as you're kind of assessing this, y- you feel something, and you kind of turn your head to look, and from kind of an angle, you see oh shit, a snowball. It's gigantic. Oh man, and it's rolling again at an angle. Very confusing. How like where did it come from? Only Hemsworth knows, but it kind of rolls Hemsworth in. Hemsworth absolutely
3: <laughs> fucking knows where that ball came from.
0: And <laughs> kind of intersects with the truck's path and just comes to a rest between the truck and maybe a car that's parked on on the street. And it seems like it's it's perfectly positioned. And then as the truck kind of comes in, that snowball cushions that truck and the cats are saved
2: holy shit
3: okay what happened to the snowball
0: so i think the the truck hitting it would have taken some bulk off of it
3: okay dana like screams then (laughs) and i think that maybe like the shot is if harry's in the truck it's like oh dana's like running up and then Maybe if I can speak for Harry, he's like, "Oh, I'm okay." But Dana just like goes right past him and starts <laughs> trying to like dig out whatever's inside the snowball. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Holy fuck! S- okay, sticking in
3: character. I assume I don't find anything inside the snowball, but no, I'm, I don't. am like think you, a digging a through, corpse. trying to find a hedgehog. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think you do. I think it's just just snow. But if you give me another cheer roll, we can. S- we can see if you get anything. Find it's under the truck.
3: All okay, right, let's see. I- I'll roll again. I'll roll a cheer roll any day of the week. Let's see. <laughs> a plus, a plus four, four is
2: outrageous. Get the fuck. out Twelve. Here. It's a twelve, baby. <laughs> okay. Get the fuck out of here.
3: Ho ho ho, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I
0: think with with a twelve, <laughs> you do spot. I mean, I think over the years, you, Dana more than anyone is an expert in hedgehog traces if there were oh, yeah. if, if you needed like a bones but they know hedgehogs it would mm. you would come to dana and so even mm-hmm. though it's just a ball of snow that has rolled across a street and been hit by a truck you are able to know two hedgehog paw prints
3: like going out away from the crash no, 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 site? like
0: on the on the ball on the oh, on ball. the
3: outside of the ball oh mm-hmm. shit yeah. Okay.
0: So, but, but where, huh, but if there were, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Voice acting, 10 out of 10, no notes. I'll never tell you again. <laughs> okay. It was here. Um, so, I just want to turn away. Beth, we haven't heard from you yet. What, yeah. have, what has happened? Have you like pulled out your camera to like document this? Like, h- how does a corporate. Yeah person kind Mm -hmm. of
2: yes so i think (laughs) that everyone else's camera (laughs) well i won't say it didn't cross her mind right uh she's like ah, civil liberties again this is a really uh a big uh big episode for the lawyers out there you know i said the things you heard them um so i think that she's like she's probably the last one to arrive right like she Mm -hmm. she, she's on the other side of the square So she sprints over, and I think she's just assessing the scene. There is no longer any danger to humans or uh, other furry creatures. And she, like, looks over and sees, like, Dana weeping on her, like, (laughs) knees, but does an ocular pat down and realizes (laughs) Dana's just doing that for some reason. (laughs) And then she goes over and inspects the cab, uh, and she's looking for... The um, the. Let me think of a good name. I can't think of a good name. Anyway, she's looking for the holiday ID of the oh, driver of the of the vehicle. Okay, give John a second.
1: The holiday uh, one, because you're fall mark. I don't know. I was like uh, something with like cheer. Cheer
3: came to mind, but I couldn't think of. Mm. Cheer
2: one. <laughs>
3: um,
2: your cheer pass. Or it could just be like the ugly sweater ID, which is the picture everyone takes. I don't know. We it's don't have bad. to. It, honestly, we can we can move on to like content.
3: Fuck. I don't, this is what the people want, Lauren. We'll uh,
2: we'll, I, we'll, we'll, we'll team edit. Can you just insert? Put it, we'll put a thing, candy yeah. cane in this. Like, <laughs> we'll put a candy cane in this and come back to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to like point out
1: that I'm still in the cab.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, no. She has pushed you out of the way. <laughs> this is her livelihood. She's taken, she's taken control of the situation. I'm sorry, Harry. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What? No, thank you.
2: <laughs> Senior cheer developer.
1: The work. cats. <laughs> the cats. Think of the cats.
2: I. I. She definitely is. Blech. After all of the other things she's thinking about, like damage to company property and <laughs> negligent driver uh, demerits. <laughs> so I. I think the the idea is right. I don't. I don't know if you'd like me to roll for something, but I think she's looking for any piece of identifying, like information. Or any kind of hints in the cab to, like, where this driver went, why mm-hmm. their vehicle was unattended, or, like, what like what happened such that the truck started rolling towards, at first, a child on the ice, and then a collection of adorable kitties. Okay.
0: So, yeah, I will need you to do a cocoa roll.
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh, a plus three. All right, let's not mess this up, Lauren.
0: An 11. Okay, I did not mess that up. Good job. Okay. Yay. Tur-
3: turns out when I'm not GMing.
2: It is pass, suspiciously. We all we we're rolling roles. suspiciously strong. I'm just saying you were going to have some things to answer for at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think, Beth, you are searching the cab.
0: You're looking for their cheer pass ID. You're looking for mm-hmm, their, mm-hmm. the paperwork, the stuff that goes on that clipboard, you know, the clipboard yep. and the laminated
2: things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Um, and you're just trying to understand like even like what is this truck doing here? Like why is it on Main Street? This isn't near the warehouse. So I think you you have Mm -hmm. a lot of questions in your mind. With an 11, I think you are able to find a a, a cheer pass and you don't know the name of that person. You don't recognize them, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you do find the clipboard that has kind of the details of like the manifest. Um, yeah. Yeah. And at the top, you see kind of a special memo that says special project colon Jim Jefferson mm-hmm, mm-hmm. approved. Can you remind us who Jim
2: Jefferson is? Jim Jefferson is my boss. Uh, title unknown. Yeah. I would say a uh, senior vice president
0: of, uh, of holiday uh, revenue. How do, we, how do we, like that? Yeah.
2: Holiday revenue and wonderment.
0: Mm, okay. That's good. And wonderment.
2: <laughs> Everyone has, to have a, a little, has to have a little, has to have a little flair. So
0: you, you do see that the, the manifest just has a lot of, you know, it's not really your usual products. They're not like, it's not like, you know, candles and holiday decorations for sale. It seems mm-hmm. like it's more like equipment, it's sort of confusing but you know not totally out of the ordinary by any means
2: Mm -hmm. oh wow um i think that she is going to call into the uh fall mark version of the 1-800 like how's my driving line (laughs) and she's gonna like be like fear not good citizens of hemsworth I, senior cheer developer Beth Juniper, am actively reporting this incident. We will get to the bottom of this. I swear it on my ho ho whole heart. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: was that was that a part
0: of HR training?
2: Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah,
0: great. Okay, so uh, so I think that's happening in the corner. Dana's having a little bit of a breakdown. Uh, Harry got pushed out of the cab.
3: Dana switched to like CSI mode and is like fruitlessly trying to follow the trail and is okay. just like uh, kind of just have, like,
0: having a, Can a I real see moment. Some droppings? Yeah. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> Carol Ann, um, I do want to go back to you for a second. Anything else that's happening with, with you and Violet?
4: I think that we're just, I think at this point we're crying mm-hmm. and we're hugging and we're crying. But I don't think there's anything more to it than that.
0: Okay. So I think while you both are embracing and and having your Gilmore Girls moment, Wesley is going to... Because Wesley's been here this whole time. I think he was... As soon as you grabbed Violet, uh, he was also with you, trying to make sure that she was okay, trying to figure out what was going on. Um, So I think he's going to gently kind of clear his throat. throat) Uh, Caroline, Violet, I... I hate to interrupt what is truly a beautiful moment. But um Violet, it, it does look like you, you've injured your ankle. You you need urgent medical attention. We will definitely get to the bottom of this. I I can't believe that uh that that someone would be so so negligent and, and careless, but we, we will find out what happened. But uh at first I think we need to get you um to urgent care right away. Caroline Wait t- Okay. <laughs> Harry
1: <laughs> take her to the first aid tent. We're legally required to have one to get the sixth booth. Uh, He's
4: not wrong.
0: Okay, <laughs> Wesley sort of, like I think, has a little bit of pain in his uh, face <laughs> as he nods and says, <laughs> that, "Yes, the first aid tent is 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 closer." Caroline, are you able to take uh, Violet there? I I have some some things to finish up here.
4: I can absolutely take her. It's not a problem. Come on, sweetie, and I I will full on carry her in my arms. I'm I'm gonna
1: follow.
0: Okay, so Harry, you're going to escort Carolan to mm. your booth, and is is Harry like an EMT or is he? What is wait, his participation wait, wait, wait here? Fucking, you just way to spoil it, Haley. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> he does a little bit of everything. Okay. What can he, he do on everything? <laughs>
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I I guess. Um, all right. Volunteer. Okay. Volunteer. <laughs> so you're gonna perform some some tests and and maybe get her ankle wrapped up. Okay. So Beth, you're on the phone with Ballmark HQ. Mm-hmm. Dana, are you? Would you like to do anything else in your investigation? Would you like to kind of come back here and?
3: I'm fine with the trail leading me back to the to the squad um, okay. and her, her being like, I, I just know if I kept if, if I keep looking, we can regroup. Oh, oh, oh I guess um, some stuff happened. Is everyone OK? <laughs>
0: um, I think Wesley's going to turn to you, Dana, and say, Dana, I what happened there? Do you I, I just saw a snowball come out of nowhere. Was that and I think he just kind of trails off. Wesley I just
3: and I think she kind of puts her head down and and turns away it's like what's the point no one's gonna believe me anyway
0: I think he comes up to you and he says Dana no that was that was incredible I mean you got that on video right like that snowball just just came out of nowhere that's that's the the most concrete evidence of of Hemsworth and Oh my gosh, they're going to love this. And uh and I think he kind of like is like reaching out to like grab your hands and be like that was that was basically a miracle, right?
3: I I think like when he says that her entire sort of she's just going to get really excited and her whole persona is mm-hmm. going to change. I think she's going to grab his hands and kind of start just speaking really fast and be like yeah on the side of the ball i saw there were paw prints and just the trail was unmistakable every it had to be it had to be and and then maybe it's like oh she realized she grabbed his hands and and then it's kind of like oh like and but then like looks up at him
0: okay i think they're gonna if you want to i think you let's let's make you roll again for cheer
3: i feel like it's more like roll to see what happens i I don't know if i'm i'm causing if, if she's intending anything here but cheer seems right Um, You have that plus four,
0: so I feel like massively
3: favorable to me.
0: (laughs) That's a twelve. Twelve
3: again. Okay,
0: Okay, so I think in that moment, Dana looks up and makes eye contact with Wesley for a moment, and I think yeah, she does. In that moment, you both just share this look, and I guess John, I'll ask you, what does Dana see in 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 Wesley's eyes in that moment?
3: Ooh. I mean, I'll just say what she like, what mm-hmm. I think her takeaway is, mm-hmm. which is that that like sense of belief and inspiration that she's always been looking for that she finally sees that in another person. And there's this she just has the sense of unshakable connection. OK. And, you know, I don't know if we're interrupted or whatever, but that that's what what she sees when she stares into his eyes.
0: OK. Alrighty, yeah. I, th- I think that's sort of where we leave things, um, where we leave that conversation. Um, so I think Beth, you've kind of been on hold for a while, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of really obnoxious holiday music, which is what it always is. But finally, the other end picks up, and uh, and you hear someone say, Hi there, Miss Juniper. Uh, I actually, th- thank you so much for reporting the incident. I... There was a note on this on this particular record. So I went ahead and informed Mr. Jefferson and he actually um, he said that he's going to be giving you a call shortly to um, to help handle the situation. Please let me know if you have any other questions and um, and, and and I hope you
2: have a great day. Th- th- oh, thank you. Thank you for your uh, service to holiday spirit.
0: Thank you. Um, if you enjoyed this interaction, please stay on and take our short survey. Thank you so much, and uh, happy holidays! And then she hangs up.
2: I think Beth also hangs up. Yeah, okay. no, Beth hangs. Sorry, up. rip. Sorry, holiday survey. <laughs> okay, well, Mr. Jefferson might call. She can't be in a survey when Mr. Jefferson calls. That's true. Okay, so um,
4: is it true?
0: So I think kind of <laughs> everyone true, true else has Beth. has cleared away, and maybe. Beth is the only one left here. So are you going to stay at the scene for this um, conversation?
2: I think she's still kind of waiting for someone to show again, like maybe I think the the most like kind of logical assumption that Beth is making is that someone stepped away for like a fruitcake run and then mm-hmm. never actually came back and eggnog, obviously not alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But then just didn't pull the, the emergency brake as they walked away or something. And so she's still waiting on someone to come claim this piece of Fallmark okay. equipment.
0: Yeah. So I think Beth is going to march around the scene and you know secure it uh, as per company policy. And then in just a few minutes, her cell phone rings and um, the caller ID says, I guess, um, what does she have Jim Jefferson saved as in her in her phone?
2: I think it is just Mr. Jefferson. And then if she has one of his more like private numbers, not in a gross, weird way, just yeah, want to yeah, make yeah. it clear, but more like, OK, there's one that goes to his secretary and there's mm-hmm. one that he calls out with. So like second line or, or something. Yeah, yeah. In Personal. Yeah. So,
0: OK. Yeah. OK, so then um, I think that rings and I assume Beth picks up. Mm-hmm. OK. H- Hello, Mr. Jefferson. Miss Juniper, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you reported this. How are you? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I am. I, I am good. Uh, I, I am. I'm perfectly secure. Uh, n- no one was terribly injured. It seems like one uh, individual did uh, have an have an injury, but I I, I don't believe that was uh, at at our at our fault, and um, so I just I I was calling to report the 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 absence of the driver and the the negligence that led to this unfortunate situation, S- sir. Understood.
0: Well, thank you for taking charge and uh, and handling the situation. I will be requesting a full summary from the person responsible. Uh, we are working on locating them and someone will be he- there shortly on scene to relieve you. In the meantime, I do want to take a moment to to explain a little bit about what happened. Of course, this is a uh, c- proprietary company information, so you will not be able to share it with anyone else. But I did just want to bring you up to speed about uh, about what's going on here.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course, sir. And any way that I can help any information that I can. yeah, Yes, please. So,
0: as you may know, in my role uh, overseeing our holiday revenue, I have been looking for opportunities to expand, and uh, and one of the avenues we've been exploring has been what could turn out to be a major deal with the town of Hemsworth. Now, I I, I won't get into specifics on the phone. I'll have Sal send over a deck tomorrow, but mm-hmm. this is going to be incredible. I am very impressed with your work so far at this holiday fest. I think you've represented Fallmark in the best way possible. And I think actually based on your dedication and your responsibility, I think, I hope I'm not premature in saying this, but I think this could be an opportunity for you.
2: Well, thank you, sir. That uh, of course means a lot to hear from you. Uh, I've appreciated so much your mentorship over my time at Fallmark. And I, I, if if I do say sure, I think yes. I so, think my so instincts let me,
0: and he just like yes,
2: yes sir cuts you
0: off <laughs> and like does not
2: yeah yeah No, okay. Beth is used to that
0: <laughs> so I think he says yes yes of course so I understand that we've been considering you for the junior VP position but I want to offer you something better we have a new role opening up vice president of experiences and. Hemsworth is going to be the key. Now, my understanding is that you are a Hemsworth native. Uh, is, is that correct? Born and raised. Amazing. So here's the thing. The deal's not done yet. Anything that puts this deal in jeopardy, let me put it this way. If this deal doesn't go through, neither does your promotion. So I need you on this round the clock. You need to show the best fall mark face forward when it comes to everything Hemsworth and especially everything Wesley Patterson.
2: Of course, I will put uh, my my whole uh, my whole self into this, all of it, every from the from the the tip of my head that that is has a little uh, a frosty little hat on it to my to the the my toes that I will dip in and get it get straight into it. Yes, sir. Of course. Um, So I
0: think at this point, you sort of hear him far away from the phone saying, Sal. And it just seems like he has, like, thought that he hung up and, like, is having another conversation. Um, And is like, uh, Sal, send over the deck, uh, the the Hemsworth deck to, uh, what's her name? Uh, Juniper. Um, It was my name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so I think at that point, uh, is, is where the scene ends.
1: Hey there, it's Mike. Thank you so much for listening to worlds away. It's been an absolute blast making the show and inspiring so much future fan fiction. If you're enjoying Worlds Away so far, you can help us out by spreading the word to friends, family, and coworkers. you corner at the water cooler. We're relying entirely on word of mouth to advertise, so this is the number one way to help support the show. And if you've already talked about us to everyone you know and want another way to support us, you can also rate and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other platform you use to listen to podcasts. You can also give us a shout out on social media on most platforms at WorldsAwayPod or at our website, WorldsAwayPod.com. Thanks again for listening, and now... Back to the episode.
0: So let me just set the scene and say that you all had previously arranged to meet up at the Halloween shop to plan for um, your bake off. So this is um, it's the morning after that all that happened. Um, you're meeting in the afternoon, so you have the morning free, and um, and then in the afternoon you're meeting, and then tomorrow morning is the bake-off. So all of you have um, the morning free. You don't have to do anything, but you can if you want to use this time. Um, so does anyone want to use this time to do anything before you meet?
1: I have a question for you. Sure. How did how did the evening end as far as like uh visits to the booth?
0: You mean like in terms of revenue?
1: Yeah, after the after the car accident.
0: I would say that well, I guess let's roll for it. I would say roll uh, roll a d12 no modifier.
1: Okay. Does he want high or low? Just a d12 not 2d6?
0: Oh, sorry. I meant 2d6. Okay. Yeah, so Fuck me. No, maybe that's good three golf golf score I mean I was interpreting that as that's a fail
2: Mm -hmm. but I wish you wouldn't
3: but doesn't he want it to fail
0: but he rolled low so that means Harry failed which I think means that revenue was good
3: (laughs) (laughs) GM's am I right
0: (laughs) yeah we're the fucking worst uh, I mean he uh, rolled he rolled a fail right like so the bad thing happens you're right. This is also right. this is
4: pretty great because it's exactly what Harry's complaining about all the time. Right. Which is no matter what Harry does, the business succeeds.
0: So I think after the kind of hubbub of the accident.
1: I have a proposal for you. Okay. To do the urgent care, I busted out a Halloween costume. It was a Dr. Frankenstein's Halloween costume, which everyone interpreted as a theme change. and that just attracted more people than the shitty vampire. So they thought it was like a new booth or something. Uh,
0: Okay. I think that is, that is definitely part of it. So you, for some unknown reason, you decided to bust out a new costume to perform your EMT duties. And Mm -hmm. at the same time, I think things had kind of been petering off a little bit, but the excitement and kind of, you know, maybe the little adrenaline of, of this incident put some life back in that party. And as, you know, Violet was kind of a little bit of the the heroine of the hour um, for for being in danger. And and I guess Carol Ann was, was the heroine, but um, Violet was getting a lot of attention from from the younger folks. And so I think people kind of ended up staying out later than you expected. And since all of this was happening at your booth, people were just kind of hanging out and then they were like, I don't know why not. I'll have some of this weird candy corn or whatever. And we're just kind of, ended up spending quite a bit of money at, at the booth.
4: Um, I think I would like to look at Harry and be like, Harry, this is wonderful. <laughs> look at how well your business is doing.
2: Excellent execution, Harry.
4: I, I And I see Harry crying, and I'm like, I understand. it's an emotional time, but, but you're doing so good. Your father <laughs> would be so proud, and I'm going to give Harry a hug. Yeah. And at that, I just fall out, start bawling ball out ball so it's, it's all right but it, let it let it out big guy let it out
0: okay Revenue. i have no
4: idea if this is the same accent i did last time it's close <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's
0: good it, yeah it's pretty it's good enough i think it's about as close as my wesley voices today so i, I think we're, we're doing okay okay so anything else that happened that night or do we want to um move into anyone have anything for the morning before you meet up
2: I think Beth wants to review the the slide deck and I think oh, yeah. she's definitely interested in what the heck was going on. She might have been bluffing a little bit that she thought, she, she I think she may have started to say that she, she knew that she was sent there for a special purpose. She maybe had hoped, but I think she's really intrigued on multiple fronts why Fallmark is so interested in what they're doing. Okay.
0: I think you will definitely get that email, but um, I think spoilers, the email is going to come
2: in the afternoon when you're with everyone. Okay, all right. Um, then in the morning she's just patiently waiting for that email.
0: Okay. I mean, if you want, we can maybe have a call with the best friend or we can just...
2: Honestly, I think she's just lo- looking over like like classic Fallmark cookie recipes, right? <laughs> and then strategizing and kind of like refreshing her email, even though she knows that's not how the internet works. Um, Kind of sporadically. Okay. Uh, Dana, uh,
0: are you up to anything?
3: I think Dana's also on her laptop, and she is documenting the events of last night and sort of recording that on her laptop.
0: Okay. Um, All right. And then, Harry, now that you know that the last night was successful, do you have anything that you're doing this morning?
1: I'm at the shop, and... The shop has a kitchen because it's an old house that they didn't fully renovate to turn into the shop. And he's just sweeping and sobbing. (laughs) It's never going to end.
0: Why won't you die? Holy fuck. (laughs) Oh, my. Okay. (laughs)
4: I just love the image of you screaming at the shop. Why won't
1: you die?
2: There's like little plastic spiders that he's sweeping up and and, like candy corn.
1: It's not not just any broom either. It's like definitely part of a witch's costume. And it's a straw broom. There's not really any mess over here. He's just pushing himself forward through the kitchen, sobbing.
0: I guess maybe your mom is there and uh, maybe she heard that the booth did really well and she knows you don't like her to to walk up those stairs but uh, or walk up that hill, but she knew you would be in rough shape and she comes in and she says, Hey, Harry, uh, 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 are you okay?
1: Oh, mom, yeah, just got up. Some of my little couple cobwebs, you know, allergic to real ones.
0: Um, I think she's going to say, listen, I, I know the shop isn't exactly your passion, but.
1: I." No, no, I mean, th- th- this is, this is what dad would have wanted after all, just
0: for it to stay in the family. And I think she's just kind of, she, she just kind of sighs and says, your dad wanted a lot of things, Harry. He, he wanted to do that stupid Count Chocula voice every chance he got. I don't understand why. Um, he wanted a lot of things. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Listen, I, no one loved Harold more than me. But his ideas weren't always the best. And if you don't love this, you don't have to keep going. It, it warms my heart and it, it makes me feel so happy to see the store continue. But it, I would be okay if you decided to shut it down, Harry.
1: No, no, it's okay. i am just, like I said, just those, those real cobwebs. They get me every time. Okay. I know Dad didn't have those great ideas, but I do.
0: Okay. Harry. <laughs> and I think she's going to kind of walk over to one of the cabinets and pull out some allergy medication. Um, and she's going to hand it to you and say, here, dear. For the cop whips. Um <laughs> Thanks, Pop. And then I think she's gonna go sit at the register um and uh, make small talk with uh with whoever comes in.
3: Fucked. You all saved the Oscar bait for the holiday special. Jeez. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I think Harry, you're already at the Halloween Har- Harry Harry's House of Halloween. Um Harold's Harold's House of Halloween. Carol Ann, I think with Violet's, so I guess I never told you exactly what happened to Violet's ankle. I think it is a sprain, but not broken. Um, so she is going to need to take it easy and um, use crutches uh, for a while, but no, no lasting harm. So Carol Ann, are you just going to come straight from a shift or or how are you going to get to get to the meeting that you guys have set up?
4: So I'm walking over from the Snow Day Cafe in my Snow Day Cafe uniform, and today I have reindeer antlers on, Cute. Uh, like as like a headband. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think I'm walking over with like arms laden with different Tupperwares, and I've got flour all down the front of my apron, mm-hmm. and I've clearly been up all night baking already. I think Violet is is behind me, mm-hmm. picking up the Tupperware I drop as I like hurriedly rush.
0: Okay, Violet is on crutches.
4: Mm, that's true. She hurt her ankle. So I you're think that Violet the is on drops. crutches behind me, catching Tupperware as they fall out of my arms because okay. she's used to that.
0: Yeah, uh, she has a really good sweaters had- stat, so she's rolling really high for those. Okay, sounds good. Dana, how Thanks are for you? Her mama making your way to the to the meeting
3: i think Dana's is probably just walking to the the meeting but maybe has some signs of not having slept a lot last night just in her okay. sort of excitement to sort of record and blog about the uh hemsworth sighting so she was up pretty late doing that and is i think maybe like on her phone kind of trying to check and see if there's any attention to her hemsworth posting Okay. But she's walking there.
0: All right. And then, Beth, how are you? What are you doing as you make your way?
2: Yeah, I think just uh, kind of scrolling through her phone, um, Mm -hmm. again, looking for that email, but um, also every now and then peeping up to see um, what people are doing, the decorations, the uh, the merriment.
0: Yeah. So I think as the three of you kind of... Wind your way down Main Street to Harold's House of Halloween, you see that the snow last night, you know, continued to softly fall and it has kind of blanketed the town in a in a nice fluffy layer of snow. The decorations are still visible and, and, you know, the streets are already starting to be cleared, so it's it's not uncrossable by any means, but it definitely gives this uh, romantic air over over the entire town. So I think all of you get in to the Halloween shop and I think we see you kind of sitting at the same table you sat at um, last time to kind of plan out your first challenge. And, you know, you're supposed to be kind of planning, but everyone's kind of exhausted. Well, I think three of you are probably pretty exhausted. Harry is maybe emotionally exhausted from, uh, from everything that's going on in his life. And so... All of you are maybe, maybe not quite getting into business. I don't know. Do you all have kind of any conversation or, or, or what are you chatting about as, as everyone files in?
4: I think I am fussing over Violet and like trying. I probably grab like a pile of cobwebs and try to like make a cushion for her on one of the what I assume is like wooden chairs with red leather on them that like looks like it's in a haunted house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I'm probably like flipping a vase upside down so that she can like elevate her leg. And then I'm like probably putting some additional cobweb on the top, the bottom, but now top of the vase so that her leg is comfortable Mm -hmm. on what is otherwise hard. So I think I'm just like moving things like I own the place.
1: Harry tried to stop this originally as soon as the vase was turned upside down, but Carol Ann just could not be stopped. He just kind of resigned himself to absolutely. Like, nope, not. Is, I can't stop this.
2: I think okay. Beth might be kind of standing there and being like, "Oh, you know, like I, I uh, twisted my ankle a few times last month. Uh, it looks like you're gonna be okay." Uh, just to be clear, it was you know you were walking. And then you sl- slip that black ice, right? It doesn't really get you. And then, the, the, but it wasn't that the, the truck was after the slipping incident, correct? Just check it on my gal pal, Violet, over here.
4: Beth, I couldn't afford a lawyer if I wanted one. You don't have to worry about it. I will not be reporting this to anybody.
2: Oh, no. I, I mean, I, I was <laughs> the one who reported it. Like, I made that call. And, you know, Mr. Jefferson is very concerned uh with this incident and we will bring the full force of our holiday fear <laughs> uh against the driver and uh any associates thereof.
4: Well, I tell you what, you get me a lifetime supply of those gingerbread candles and we'll have ourselves a, a lovely time.
2: I, I could I could I could do that. I could do that. She's like she's actively like making a note to herself.
0: Amazing. Okay. So I think as Beth opens up her phone to kind of make that note, the sound she's been waiting for this whole time. Yes. It, I think I, I wonder if um, maybe Beth almost doesn't believe that the email is finally here because she's been like expecting it so much. But your phone does mm-hmm. ding, and um, and there's a new email in your inbox.
2: And um, the ding, the just to say that the ding is a bunch of sleigh bells.
3: Amazing. If Dana's, Dana's already there, right? Also yes, for this? Yes, right. yes. Yeah. I think when the phone dings and the sleigh bell sound goes off, Dana's like, huh! and, and like wakes up because she just kind of <laughs> fell asleep uh, at wherever okay. she's sitting and that startles her awake.
0: Okay. So um, I think then, Beth, you look down at your phone, you see the email from Sal, who you know is Jim Jefferson's executive assistant. And okay. it, it just says, like, Forward colon and then Hemsworth 2.0 is the subject of the email. And then you see an attachment. So now I'm going to narrate what's in that attachment. I know it's mm-hmm. on your phone. We're just going to you watched Everybody's everybody watched it. So we're just going to all everyone's going to watch it at the same time or, or see the see it at mm-hmm. the same time. OK, so you kind of open up that slideshow and um and the full title of the slideshow comes up. And it says Hemsworth 2.0 colon unlocking potential for year round success. Yes. Um And then you kind of start to scroll through the slides and there's, you know, a lot of just random text and kind of clip art and just kind of
2: mm-hmm.
0: businessy bullshit. Um, charts that go up. Yeah. Charts that go up. Um, and then, you know, competitor logos and big X's and like whatever mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you kind of are starting to. F- flip and then it, what i guess just like the sense that you're getting is the idea that Fallmark's revenue is very seasonal and what mm-hmm. they want to do is make it so that they are making money all year round and so that's mm-hmm. one of the big things that jim jefferson has been trying to do and um they're trying to make uh, a deal with hemsworth to bring in revenue year round Then you kind of keep scrolling and you get to a page that has a little play button. When you click play, it um, starts playing a jingle. I cannot sing very well, but I am going to just do my best here. All right. Um, Fuck yeah. Welcome to Hemsworth. Welcome to Hemsworth where the holidays never end. Perfect. Yeah. It's like that, uh, but then also maybe... $2
2: $2 million worth of jingle right there.
0: Uh, it was that, at least, but then like maybe a little more annoying, also. Just like mm-hmm. think like the, the It's a Small World voices, but singing that. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: People love the kitsch. Yeah. So I
0: guess I'll, I'll pause there. There's still a lot more of this slideshow to go. Does anyone have any reactions?
1: <laughs> I think that at never end, Harry involuntarily just like <laughs> sobs, <laughs> <laughs> sniffles. Sorry. Fair
0: okay all right then you keep scrolling and then you come to what looks like a like one of those 3d renderings like an architect's like rendering Mm -hmm. of i mean honestly it looks like main street but Mm -hmm. it looks different so um it is a video so you kind of watch it go through the street that you know so well so you're looking at main street you see snow day cafe it's still there but half of the tables have been removed and they just have like christmas trees in there now so there's like not that much seating Mm. anymore but it looks really festive and it looks really cute then you know the video keeps going you see all of the good stuff or where it should be but instead there's some sort of what looks like artisanal gingerbread in a store being sold and it's Mm -hmm. just it's just totally different storefront the Lions Inn is there. Um, it actually looks like it has a brand new facade and it's like decked fully decked out in in holiday lights. Just beyond that you see the Hair Aura shop but that's also gone. It's been replaced by... She's not mad about that. <laughs> a, it's been replaced by a Nutcracker shop um, and it's just like hundreds of like creepy little Nutcrackers like daring out mm-hmm. of the window. Um, I don't know how why the artist decided to put that much detail into that part of it but they did
2: again i think beth the hair aura turned into a nutcracker yeah it's like a cosmic justice yeah that's that's (laughs) fair this
0: artist you know (laughs) they're they're doing some good work um you do see um hemsworth square and it looks mostly the same maybe but it looks like the statue of hemsworth the hedgehog is like three times bigger and it takes up a bunch of the square um, right in the middle. There's maybe like a fountain around it. I don't know. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also see that Mrs. Costa's tea shop has been replaced by a place that sells um, cookies and hot chocolate.
3: Mm.
0: The rendering ends before you get to Harry's house, Harold's House of Halloween. So you don't actually see what it's supposed to look like. Uh, any... Any comments on that before we move on?
2: Yeah,
1: Can't even get rid of it in the rendering.
2: (laughs) Okay. I think in general, Beth is like upbeat about this. I think that maybe it does like tug on our heartstrings to see things changed, but it's not like these businesses are getting completely bulldozed. And I think that she honestly gets really inspired by this. And realizes that this VP of experiences is her way into really revitalizing Hemsworth and adding that same spark and joy and wonderment that she had as a kid back into the town and all year round for you know, whenever people want it to be Christmas, this is this is where they'll come. So I think she's actually even though there might be some things that she wishes wasn't weren't changed. uh, I think she, again, is kind of emboldened by this idea of her uh, helping usher in this kind of vision of of Hemsworth 2.0.
0: There is one more. There's one more slide. So maybe I can tell you guys about that. So you kind of see that rendering. There's more, again, business bullshit, and then you get to one of the last slides, and then it says team. And then it's got a really nice, like, headshot of Wesley, and it says Wesley Patterson, future mayor of Hemsworth.
3: Oh. Mm-hmm. Then it's
0: got what looks like a corporate headshot of Jim Jefferson, and it says SVP of Fallmark, Inc.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then there is a third picture and it's actually so you can see the t- the the font for the name is like different from the other ones like maybe it was kind of added in later and the picture is well beth you recognize it as your cheer pass id picture um mm-hmm. it's not the most flattering of you. I think it's actually a little overexposed and then like maybe your eye is kind of like partially closed. And went. It's 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 not cute. You took <laughs> it and uh, you just have never gotten it changed. Yeah. So it seems like they just like pulled your picture from the database and dropped it in. And then below that, it says Beth Juniper VP of and then it just has like dot 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 question mark question mark. And that's like the last thing on the slide. Yeah.
3: I think Dana's like I mean I like what they did with the Hemsworth statue, but doesn't it seems like everything's a little tacky.
2: Some people choose to engage in the holiday spirit in the way that makes them most feel like a kid, and sometimes those things are a little tacky, but we I I, I like it. I, I like it. And she's looking at the VP of question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Carol Ann.
4: I think I just start reminiscing a little bit. And I, I like nod my head as Beth's talking. I was like, honestly, it was the holidays that brought, I'd picked a totally different. Yeah, that
2: that was, that one was wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hold on.
4: Darling, I don't, there we go. (laughs) uh and uh so darling, it was the holidays that uh i have to thank for violet here uh, and i'll wink at my daughter uh (gasps) and honestly the holiday spirit brings out different things in all of us and at this point i think i just start passing out different cookie containers Mm. for folks to sample does violet look like she's dying just out of curiosity Uh, (laughs) yeah i think i think that violet's not used to hearing me talk about her dad
0: so, I think Violet's reaction to the slideshow, like when Dana said, Isn't this a bit tacky? Violet was like, kind of like, I don't know, if she has a point. Um, <laughs> but, you know, she has a soft spot for her mom, and, you know, her mom seems pretty in her feelings about it. But I think at the mention of her dad, um, she kind of perks up and just says, Mom. I know you love the holidays, but year round, I mean, is that what is that what dad would want?
4: darling? your father was a one day a year kind of guy. Uh, Beth takes
2: a cookie out of the box and cracks it in half and just starts to nibble while staring intently at Carol Ann. I
4: think that you're eating a cranberry cookie. I like a like a white chocolate cranberry holiday cookie it is it good? good it
2: sounds good
4: i I think it's good, okay, darling, and I'm talking to violet at this point mm-hmm. um he i mean I told you the story, right
2: you could tell it again
3: <laughs> I think Dana like looks at bath when she says that
4: I was working on the holidays like I typically do, and this. Charming gentleman walks in, a little bit of an older fella, friendly, happy, jolly, and sits down at my diner counter. And you know, he had didn't have the common decency to be working on the holidays. He had him off. Blech. Uh Am I right. <laughs> yeah, well, he said he was up late the night before he had a busy night, and so he comes and all he orders is
1: cookies and milk. Was he wearing red and white too?
4: He was in the holiday spirit. Uh, And so, I mean, the diner's usually pretty empty uh, on the day of the holidays. And so we were talking. And, you know, he was funny and I made him laugh. And Lord, did he have the most captivating laugh. Uh, But I always said, I always told Violet the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. And, these cookies and I will pull out a box of like classic chocolate chip cookies these cookies are the ones that got me a daughter
3: <laughs> uh, I, I, think, actually, I think uh, Violet
0: at that like slides into her chair a little bit more and just like <laughs> covers her face and it's just like mom okay I, I, I'm sorry I brought it up
4: <laughs> it's listen I love the holidays. I have loved the holidays since long before I met your father. Just because he believes in celebrating the holidays one day a year doesn't mean I do.
0: Okay. So I think... I think... Yeah. So Harry, what what are you... What are you reacting?
1: (sighs) It's not even Hemsworth anymore. That's... You can call that Fallmark Town or Falladay or whatever the hell else you want, but all you did was push out a bunch of people who call this home and turn it into something tacky and awful year round. And I would know something about that.
2: (laughs) Wow. That's um, strong language from someone who's raring to get out of here. Who do you think is going to buy this place? Some people enjoy the holidays.
1: I don't think Harry has an answer for that. Uh, I think he just kind of like stares vacantly and kind of responds to that.
2: Well, anyway. Cookies? Yeah. Okay.
0: So I think at this moment you guys are kind of in the midst of maybe sampling all of Carol cookies. Violet's kind of chiming in with, with some of her favorites. I think Harry's mom comes in and and you know, she she has to watch her sugar intake, but you know, she tries some too. And uh, and chimes in with some suggestions. And I think everyone's kind of having a good time. And then you hear kind of the shop bell jingle and someone comes in and then Mm. you kind of hear someone walking up and then you see Wesley poke his head in and he says, Beth, I thought I'd find you here. Listen, Jim said uh, he had someone fill you in on on all the details on worth 2.0 and he kind of gives you a wink
2: yeah I loved it
0: great I'm so glad I don't have to keep it from you any longer I I've been bursting to to share the good news of course we we can't say anything to anyone else yet um and I think he's like kind of walking in and sort of not really acknowledging anybody else in the room um, but he continues and says you know I we don't want word to leak out until all the pieces are in place
2: of course of course she makes that like zipped lip yeah
0: <laughs> okay beautiful um <laughs> and and so then um he says well, we have so much to do first thing for your list um beth we we need a better name for the festival i mean hambory come on what a ridiculous name uh, i'm sure marketing will, will come up with something better but you know uh, there's that
2: yeah name yeah yeah sure
0: and then at the I think at that point he sort of registers that there's like other people in this room, and he says, "Oh, oh uh, you all I apologize for barging in i but I'm sure did you all see the the plans um and he kind of like looks around like encouragingly, like like looking for for yeses,
2: yeah, I think Beth is like j- j- nothing proprietary, of course
0: you
1: think this is good
2: uh, uh, of course i I mean.
0: You want to see Hemsworth succeed, don't you? That We talked about this.
1: Yeah, I really would like to see Hemsworth succeed. I don't know what that is.
0: Uh, I think he just kind of chuckles and he says, Oh, Harry, you always bring such a good perspective. I mean, listen, the Halloween shop is perfect. It's not going anywhere.
1: But Mrs. Costas is.
0: Sure. Yes. Yes. Um, We listen. She
1: you. Bought her business and told her it would continue. I didn't see that anywhere on that slide deck.
0: Oh, it's 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 still there. Uh, I I believe it's going to be a, a hot chocolate uh, shop. It's p- pretty much the same th- hot, hot liquids. Uh, anyway, listen. I I really think you know we can we can keep your store open. You don't have to worry about that. We'll um we may have to change the name. Of course, I don't think anyone's going to know what Harold's House of Halloween is. But but holidays, you know, it's honestly the ceo loved it he said why isolate ourselves just to to winter festivals let's let's do them all so um you know we're working on a rendering but we were thinking halloween summertime midsummer um spring you know we're we're gonna have all of them it'll be it'll be year-round holidays um and and i think you know we'll we'll want to keep you on of course we'll want you to to keep the Halloween going and you could expand into other holidays too. You could, you could do a whole six months of the year if you wanted. I mean, it'll be all year, but you know, um, and he just kind of like pats you on the back.
1: I want to look at my mother. How is she responding to this?
0: Um, I think she was just kind of, um, sitting in the corner. I don't think she had kind of seen, you know, the presentation or anything, Cause I think she kind of wandered in when, when cookies came out, but at the sound of, you know, it wouldn't be Harold's house of Halloween. Of course, no one is going to know what that means. I think her expression kind of changed. Um, but I don't think she's, she's really said anything.
1: I look at her and I look at Wesley and I stand up and I just say, I wish you all the best with your plans but I don't think there's a future for Hemsworth 2.0 here at Harold's House of Halloween. Excuse me. And I'll leave.
2: So I think that Beth looks at Wesley and is like, give me a minute. And I think she'll she'll follow after Harry and it, she'll walk up to him and probably he's like walked into the kitchen or somewhere. And I think she'll just say, I've spent enough time with you over the last few days to know that your heart isn't in this, but I think your heart is in Hemsworth and you reacted negatively to this place not being Harold's House of Halloween, but what if it was Harry's House of Scorching Summer Hot Sauce. Just think about it. I think she'll she'll just... Before you to, leave. Yeah.
1: Before you get to leave. Yeah. I don't need to tear down everybody else's dreams to build mine up.
2: Oof, ah,
1: and I'll just watch your back.
2: I, I think she she realizes when she needs to just walk away <laughs> and let him stew. So I think she'll just kind of politely smile and nod and then go back to uh the cookie planning. Okay. Um so I think maybe while you all were gone,
0: Wesley was just kind of chit-chatting with Carol Ann and Violet and and Dana. Um but once you come back in, he says, "Oh, lovely, Beth, you're back. Uh listen, we we have we have more planning to do. I did want to talk to you about some of the other ideas I had and and um, and then he turns back to you, Dana, and he says, "But but Dana, I wanted to to make sure that we brought a spirit of of your Hemsworth to, um, to Hemsworth 2.0 as well. So here's what I was thinking. Oh, I think we need to make Hemsworth the Hedgehog a centerpiece of this town. We, we need to beef up his profile. But you know, not just Hemsworth the Hedgehog, hedgehogs. And then he kind of like." pulls out his phone and kind of like maybe pulls out like a notes app <laughs> like list. And he's like, I've been thinking, you know, hedgehogs, it's 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 such a big market. We can do a hedgehog petting zoo. I mean, you, you'll you love that, right? I'm, uh, hedgehogs everywhere. We can do plushies and, and backpacks, T-shirts, the, the merchandise. People will be dying to get a Hemsworth hedgehog. Um, And, and I think he's going to. Kind of pause to to get your reaction.
3: Uh, I mean, that sounds great, but the focus is going to still be on on Hemsworth, right? I mean, you were there last night. You saw what I saw.
0: Of course, I, I saw. I mean, that video. Y- you have it right, and he he turns to to Beth. It's like we need to send that to marketing. We're going to go viral.
2: Oh, there, yeah, yeah. I think she's like there. There's a video of of the 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 snow snowball thing that happened I think she's like looking expectedly at, at Dana yeah
3: I, I was yeah I I, I was recording but I, it was before I really knew it was happening
2: perfect perfect yeah we'll we'll go viral and then
0: I mean the possibilities are endless the hedgehog bowling you all did I mean that was genius D- Dana do you do you want to take Hemsworth to another level and then he's like the the hedgehog of course.
3: I, I guess so, yeah.
0: Amazing. Perfect. Well, Beth and I will be in touch. And then he turns to you, Caroline, and he says, And Caroline, I could not forget you in this. Uh, you know, I I don't know that we'll need you at the diner, but I have something even better in mind for you. I was thinking to myself, you know, what do we need? There's something missing. And then I realized we need, we need Characters, we need to bring the town to life, and and who better than you to play the hostess? Uh, you know, we'll we'll have to find some some man, but but you could be Missus Claus, someone warm and and cheery to to welcome everyone to Hemsworth in the holiday spirit. What do you what do you say? I smack him. Oh,
4: darling, let me be very clear. I am nobody's Mrs. Claus, and I do not need any man. And if you want to stop the hambury, you should find a different town.
2: Well, I mean, so listen, Carolyn, all of this is just a mock-up, right? I've seen this a billion times. Corporate, you know, scumbags make all this nonsense, <laughs> and they think they know what people want. And the reality is we we know what we want, right? I think she looks around and she kind of like has found her fire, and she's like, "We made this town great, and for some reason or another, it's not been going well. And I think all of us want to work towards making it a better place. Right now, no one, no one's saying that this is exactly what's going to come to pass, but I think we 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 can focus on just having the best tambourine possible, and maybe our team taking home the gold." Uh, so, so, so maybe, maybe, maybe right now, Wesley, maybe, maybe this is what we'll, uh, we'll work on. We'll just work on making our cookies and making them the best cookies ever. And then, uh, we can talk all this corporate nonsense, blah, 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 later.
0: Um, I think Wesley's going to kind of, I think he's touching his face where, uh, he was just slapped (laughs) and he's just going to kind of shake his head a little bit and, and turn to you, Beth. And he's like, Beth, I I thought you wanted this, but you can't listen to the haters like Harry or Caroline. You you need to focus on the vision. We we've already run this through like ten different focus groups. We I don't think there's much room as much room for change as you'd think there is. And I love new ideas, and I think we could collaborate and we could be a great partnership. But you need to. You need to really think about what's important. Is it these rundown buildings or is it VP of experiences it's the fall market? This could be our future. Listen, it, things have gotten a bit heated. I, I'm i going to be taking the afternoon off, but I'll, I'll see you all tomorrow for the the bake off. And, and I, I wish you all the best of luck. As he's turning to leave, uh, Wesley kind of uh, stops and says, oh, And I suppose I shouldn't have to say this, but please don't spread the word around about this. I understand that you're not happy, but um, I'm already in talks with several different shop owners. We're not even going to buy them out. You know, I I, I don't think it's going to be as dire as as you all are saying, but I really need this competition to go well. And I think you all will do a great job. And I, I really think you, uh, Won't have too much trouble with your with your bake off. And then I think he finishes leaving.
2: So the implication is that he's going to throw the thing for us.
0: Yes. And also, like, if you Mm. say things now, stop the competition and like you have a chance to like stop this from happening.
4: Mm. And that he's already that some some dominoes are already falling. Like, this is actually like we're not the first people he talked to. I think as he's leaving, I'm going to like sort of click my tongue and just be like, ain't it just like a man to say the word partnerships and say there's not as much flexibility as you think in the same sentence.
1: And then I'm going to walk out.
2: I think somewhere in the back of her mind, Beth, hears a kazoo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So wait. Are, are are you walking out down the same one single staircase <laughs> as Wesley? No, Awkwardly. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm walking out of the room, not out of the building. Gotcha.
0: Okay, I I just don't know if you're going to actually walk out of the room because your daughter is sitting on the chair. But that's okay.
4: You you. I think I'm going to go have myself a moment in a <laughs> private space. Is what I think she's going to go
2: out do. back. Okay.
4: No, she's going to go to I'm the walk-in. Very emotional. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know what I am going to go do is I'm going to go out back and smoke a cigarette.
2: I was going to say, I was like, I think Carolyn like gave up ciggies <laughs> when she was pregnant. Um, but then every now and then she has a special something something for herself when life gets a little toughy tough.
3: The last box of candy cane flavored cigarettes before Obama <laughs> took them from us. <laughs>
2: I know that like peppermint and menthol, like that kind of makes logical sense, but for some reason that sounds like burning my childhood.
1: No, she smoked (laughs) cloves. She kept them.
2: Okay. Nah, Carolyn does not smoke cloves. So,
0: Dana, Beth, you all are left in the room. Do you want to talk? Do you have anything to say?
2: Uh, I think, I actually think Beth looks at um, Victoria, Veronica. I'm so sorry. Violet. Violet. Um, I, I actually think Beth looks at Violet and is like, should we go after her or she coming back?
4: My question is if Violet knows I smoke the ciggies.
2: Violet knows. Um, she's 17. Mm -hmm. She knows things.
0: Violet's just going to say, mom probably snuck out back to to have one of her emotional support cigarettes. She'll be fine. (laughs) She'll be back yeah. soon. I think <laughs> it's not for me to say, but I have a feeling that that was a particularly rough conversation for her. But I don't know. That was kind of a rough conversation
2: for you, wasn't it? And she kind of looks at you, Beth. Yeah, I I think Beth kind of looks down and the the slide that's still open is still the one that's got all Oof. of the pictures on it. And again, she kind of hears the sound of the kazoo <laughs> and her hair is feeling a little purple right now. And she's, I actually don't think she like, she answers. I think she kind of just leaves that, that questions there. Like a fucking 17 year old is, <laughs> just really got, got the wind out of her. Yeah. As they so often do. Yeah, that's kind of the
0: thing. Um, it's fun playing a 17 year old. <laughs> Dana, what about you?
3: <laughs> I think Dana is just looking at, like, maybe a screenshot of the video on her phone that shows, like, what Dana thinks are the paw prints and is just kind of thinking of, oh, is this really the future for the story of Hemsworth that is best, but doesn't really know what else to do? So okay. it's just kind of sitting there thinking about it.
0: So, Mike, I know the last thing we saw was Harry and Beth were speaking and then Beth left. So what has Harry been up to since that conversation? Is he coming back to the room?
1: In the 30 minutes since my conversation with Beth, I left the kitchen through one of the various secret passageways. Of course. This one hidden up. This one hidden at um, the back of the dry goods closet and I make my way over to the hot sauce hollow and I pull out a photo album and I'm looking through old pictures of what looks to be a middle-aged overweight man dressed as a vampire with a tiny vampire clone next to him. They're kind of smiling at each other and Uh there are more pictures. This is, this is Harold and there are pictures of the shop throughout the years. And um, you can see Harry growing up in the shop and all the pictures. He's smiling. And I think that Harry just finds it in him that he doesn't really know when he started to resent this place um, or why there wasn't ever anything that that stood out. All he ever had was great memories. And I think his dad's passing just sort of made this place hurt a little more. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much that, this place makes him upset. It's that Harold's not there. Mm. And he looks through these pictures and it becomes immediately clear what he has to do. And he leaves to go back to the meeting room.
0: Um, so I think Dana, where, what are you doing for this 30 minutes then? Um, or this little interlude while everyone's kind of yeah. wandered off.
3: So I think Dana is still in the, in the kitchen and I've, I've talked about the laptop before, but what Dana is doing whenever she's kind of typing away on the laptop after any kind of Hemsworth-related incident is she is actually posting on a online message board that she runs, which is Hemswatch.net, <laughs> where she goes by uh, the screen name Topiary and where her and other hedge hunters, uh, as they call themselves... <laughs> Uh, look out for signs of of Hemsworth or Hemsworth's descendants in the Greater Hemsworth area. So I think that she's just on there posting her concern about Hemsworth 2.0 and like what role the story of Hemsworth and the kind of spirit of the real Hemsworth is going to have in that, and kind of trying to see what what other people think about it. And maybe she ends with, you know, I don't know. It just any attention for Hemsworth. Seems good, right? But something about this just feels off.
0: Okay. Um. So I know you had told me. Uh. I knew. I knew one of their, um, usernames is going to be Razorback. Can you remind me, uh, what some of their other usernames are?
3: I, I mean, and this is like a non-exhaustive list yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. But I, the other ideas I had, take them or leave them, is I had I had one that was High Roller, uh, and then yes. Bushes is another.
0: So I think as soon as you post that. Um, you immediately kind of get like a heart react from um, High Roller and then um, Hell
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know, maybe you have they a little one, flirtation like- thing going on with High Roller. I don't know. I don't know the dynamics. I don't know the vibes, but you mm-hmm. know, so you get a heart react from them. You get a couple of likes from some other folks and then you start to see some comments come in and I think, you know, High Roller chimes in with uh, something super heartfelt and and they're kind of saying, you know, I'm not going to do a voice for this. I'm sorry. But they say something like, you know, Dana, you are our fearless leader. We we really trust your opinion. And, and you've always been tireless in your search for truth and and for hedgehog. And, you know, I, I'm sorry you're dealing with this, but uh, but we love you and, and we're here from you. And it it's just it really, I think, makes your makes your heart feel a little bit better. Um. Mm-hmm. Then um, I think Bushes chimes in with some terrible puns, and I only do good Classic puns. Classic Bushes. I only do good puns, so I obviously could never f- come up with them. So we're just gonna, st- <sighs> yeah, sorry, um, we're gonna skip right over that. But then I think kind of you get maybe like a DM from Razorback, and then Razorback's like, so you're telling me this Wesley Patterson dude is behind this all? What do we know about him? like dot dot dot
3: yeah i, th- I think Dana, him? i think dana's like you know not a lot i know he used to be on the football team here i don't know i mean he seemed really genuine though last night when we were talking about about hemsworth the real hemsworth i felt like we had a real connection
0: and then i think razorback's gonna reply and be like hmm i'll do some digging um and then he'll say what's the uh, exec at Fallmark.
3: Um, Jim. What was Jefferson. the name again? <laughs> Jim Jefferson. Jim, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, Jeff. Do you know um, how it feels. Like, now? Something with the
3: <laughs> That's fair. The
0: the player panically like panicked like eyes darting left and right like fuck what was the <laughs> name <laughs> uh make me remember <laughs> okay um yes he says
3: where's okay. my my DM notes fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, John are you not taking comprehensive notes I have have a lot of notes (laughs) I just like to point this out I just forgot to write down Jim Jefferson here I have like two pages of notes here
0: Um, is it all constructive feedback for me um, for next time no no
3: it's a lot of stuff about the founding of Hemsworth and a a lot of notes for my ice cream scene
0: (laughs) in what year
2: did Edith Judith fall craft the first pumpkin scented candle (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> that I don't have but wow. 1776.
2: 1776 wow. wow. that was wow. lore that was lore it was right yeah that was deep
0: lore so I think going back to the the scene uh, so I think razorbacks gonna say okay I'll, I'll I'll let you know what I find but listen tope you you can't trust these people you know what I say follow your heart and uh if you're not sure look for look for Hemsworth And then he's going to do the lowercase O with the seven next to it, which the salute, the the saluting man, uh, he's going to do that. And then um, he's going to go offline.
3: Yeah, I think I think Dana slash topiary, like to the extent there's like a custom hedgehog emoji reacts with that to sort of show solidarity.
0: Okay, so I think at this point what I had planned Next, obviously, we know, the bake off is starting tomorrow. And what I'll say is that um, most of the town is going to be there to that's everyone's favorite event because they get to taste some cookies. So if you all want to either support Wesley or speak out against him, tomorrow's event would be the time to do that. Um, So I kind of want to open it up to you all to kind of discuss and decide what you want to do. And then I can kind of help you figure out how to achieve whatever goal you all want to take. So maybe all of you wander back into the same room after maybe, you know, 30 minutes has passed. I think that you all just kind of are silent and no one's really saying anything until the last person enters. So um, any thoughts on, on who that would be?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it might be Harry.
2: Okay. Mm.
0: So I think maybe Harry, as you kind of collect yourself and and come back into your, you know, your, your team meeting room, you you kind of walk in, you sent, you smell the, the lightest hint of slightest hint of, Either cloves or menthols. We're not really sure what it was that Car- Carol Ann smoked, <laughs> but whatever it was, you you, you smell a tiny bit can, of it. Can. And uh,
4: it's American spirits. Okay.
1: Uh, and I've got the uh, the photo album under my arm uh, as I'm walking in.
0: Okay. So so Harry, I think you kind of have the center of attention. What what do you do? Do you say something?
1: I think it's no secret how I've felt about this place. For a long time. But just because I wanted to give it up doesn't mean that I wanted somebody else to take it from me. And I think that you all feel the same way. Maybe not about the House of Halloween, but about Hemsworth. And I'll be damned if some corporate suits are going to roll into my town and try to turn this into a holiday house of horrors. Pardon the pun.
0: You're not forgiven.
1: That <laughs> was in character. Thank you. Um, this is our town. This is our hambury, And I'm not going to let them take it without a fight.
3: What are we supposed to to do about it, though? I mean, they already have all these plans, and it's not like... Hemsworth is succeeding on its own.
1: Everyone has a plan. And if any anyone of mine would have worked, this place wouldn't be here anymore.
2: Carol Ann.
0: I like how I like even in this when everyone's talking about like destroying Beth's career, she's being like full on a uh, meeting mediator and like Carol Ann, we haven't heard from you
2: yet. She's running a focus <laughs> group and they don't even know it.
4: This is my daughter's last year in Hemsworth. I'll be damned if she spends it in a town that is going through some sort of corporate cosmetic surgery.
0: Is cosmetic surgery like the worst thing Carol Ann
2: can think of? Kind of. Yeah. (laughs) She watched Botched the other night and she was like, oh, no, honey, that's not for you. I
4: think that. Carol Ann watched bridal plasty as it was airing, yeah, and realized it that, and from that moment forward, had like a terrible, terrible yeah. association with all cosmetic surgery. Yeah. I'd also like to apologize formally on mic to Haley for referencing bridal
0: plasty. <laughs> all right, that was that was I sustained some emotional damage there. Um.
1: Seth, you don't have to sit here and torpedo your own career. I get it. You've got things to do. And obviously, we're trying to stop that. I understand if you don't want to be here. Obviously, you got to take care of yourself, darling. I'll never tell you
2: not to. I guess. I, I guess I took this job and I think she's going to like kind of if like Harry set the photo book on the table, she's going to open it up. And start flipping and she's going to, as she, she flips, she's going to say, I just, I just love the hambury and I loved it so much. Every year I would go get the same <laughs> caramel apples and every year my mom would say, don't eat that too quick, Beth. You remember what happened last year? And then typically by the time she got to saying last year, I had already um bit straight through the core and then uh, puked. <laughs> uh, and I, 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 I don't, I don't know who made these plans, but I, uh, I, I think that, and then she'll keep, she'll flip and she'll stop and she'll get to a, a picture of, like, the entire town's children have, like, are all dressed up and standing outside of, uh, Harold's House of Halloween. And I think she'll see, like, somewhere, her little face and like a little witch's costume Uh with like the biggest smile. And I I think she'll stop and say, when I took this job, my mom told me that if I ever stopped feeling that spirit, maybe it was time to do something else. So maybe it's time to do something else. And she's going to look really scared. Um, but, uh, but resolute. Um, but anyway, and I think she's just kind of like wipe away, like maybe like one tear that she <laughs> didn't realize like had formed. And she's going to close the book and she's going to say, well, right now, um, I don't know about all of you people, but I am here to win a competition. And so I think that the the cranberry white chocolate was probably an eight and a half out of ten, maybe some, I was looking over the recipes and, and, and the catalog, and then I think she's just going to go in and launch into um, the kind of cookie planning.
4: Uh, I would like to try to make the best cookie fucking recipe possible. That's what I would like to do.
2: Yeah.
1: Carol Ann, Beth, I appreciate the energy, but I actually don't think we're going to save the hambury by winning it. I think we need to think outside the box on this one
4: i love that harry is once again talking about intentionally failing the one thing he has been unable to succeed at <laughs> uh, all right harry what do you have in mind
1: and i flip a couple of pages into the photo album and i take out one photo and I turn to the rest of you all, but not the camera, say this.
2: All right. Oh, great spirit in the sky.
4: (laughs) I roll up my sleeves. We're going to need a lot of hot sauce. (laughs) I actually have no idea if that line's
2: appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't in my plans, but it is now. And it is like (laughs) I'm is going that, to need so much aloe.
1: Is
3: <laughs> That's that
2: it. A, That's actually the line. In
1: where what <laughs> don't worry. I I really wanted the tent to fail, so I paid for two days of actors. We're not doing this alone.
0: All right. So it is the next day. Um usually the bake-off takes um a few hours, and you know, the kickoff occurred and Actually, they announced the results from the from the first stage and both Team Pumpkin Candle and Team Snowman were in the top. So Team Pumpkin Candle, you know, great job on your on your previous decor. And so you are kind of painted now. (laughs) You are pretty well positioned for the next stage. And I think everyone's kind of looking forward to see what you all cook up. Now, the (laughs) the way that the. Competition is set up. All of the baking kind of takes place in the cafeteria of the high school, but all of the winning cookies are, you know, all the completed cookies are then brought out to, as always, um, Hemsworth Square uh, for display and judging. So no one really knows much of anything of what's going on behind the scenes, but at the appointed hour, most of the town is going to show up to that. Tasting and judging. Um, It is definitely one of the most looked forward to, most anticipated activities of the year. Uh, Everyone loves free cookies. And um, probably a majority of the town uh, is going to be present in some way or another um, in the square. There's people seated kind of in front of that platform. There's people kind of milling around by the booths that they are most excited about, kind of trying to jump the line or kind of create the line a little bit. And so I think where we, you know, the camera settles is we're at the the opening or the entrance of Hemsworth Square and we kind of scan all of the different booths of the different teams. Each booth kind of has your little symbol on a placard at the top of the booth and we kind of go down the row and then we see the one that's labeled Team Pumpkin Candle But it seems actually totally empty. So now I will ask all of you, where are you? Are you in the crowd? Are you in the back of the the booth? Um, Or are you somewhere else entirely?
4: I think Harry has to go first.
2: Please, for Um, the love of God.
1: (laughs) Harry is somewhere else entirely getting ready for something big.
2: No, no, that wasn't enough. Please, do <laughs> please say more, Mike. You got to give everyone the a little bit. The rest of us can't no. play off as, of you. As, if you're yeah, us d- 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 you, you as you already as, did the mystery as, and we as, played along. We also did the ooh, like the, as, the, the the shot.
1: As the panel of judges gets to Team Pumpkin Candles booth, there is a bit of confusion because it looks like it hasn't been touched. Nobody's there. Where is Team Pumpkin Candle, and people are kind of confused. This is the biggest uh, event of the year. Why wouldn't they be here for this? And in the background, from behind the crowd, you hear a dramatic organ playing that standard da 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 and you see an army of paid actors dressed as zombies, ghouls, mummies, the whole shebang pulling just on a long like a rickshaw harness type situation and there is a ball just moving behind them and it's just moving forward over and over and just spinning forward they're they're dragging this ball forward
0: okay i want to pause you here and we're going to flash back to the scene where you got all these actors to do this do you have a skill uh, a skill that you would like to draw on or are we gonna just have you roll
1: yeah, um, I want to draw on Crafty for like this ball the whole setup thing. The okay. what they're pulling is basically like if you want to think of it as like the same way that a rickshaw can like pull like the wheels and stuff like that. Like it's basically they've got the one bar at the front, it's coming to the back, and then in the middle of the ball, kind of like um, I don't know how to describe this, but like along the poles of either side, left and right over here, it's just like connected there, such that the thing can move forward, mm-hmm. but not like. Drift off left or right, I guess is what we're, okay. we're going for here.
0: Okay. Um,
1: and it is just a gigantic paper mache and chicken wire, like parade float style, just ball. Okay. Or that's what it looks like.
0: Okay. And so, what is your skill crafty?
1: Yes. Uh, you've become pretty skilled in various kinds of handiwork by running your own business for so long. Uh, whether it's making decorations from scrap materials or fixing a leak, you've learned from on the job experience.
0: I feel like. That's all well and good, but I still need you to roll for this monstrosity, uh, but I will absolutely I will give you advantage. I mean, I guess. How did you how did you make this now? Tell me what, what uh, you need to roll with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we found some old materials for holiday parade floats uh, when I tried to do Marty Halloween or Marty hologram. There we go. That's what we're going to go with. <laughs> we we decided to have a couple of floats in the freight, so there's a lot of chicken wire and that's left over in okay. paper for mache materials. I guess like every three-quarters turn, like there's a weird bump as this thing okay. like keeps on rolling right, forward.
0: Right. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna have you roll cocoa for the sheer mental prowess <laughs> it takes to fashion this thing and make it somewhat physically.
4: Come on. Roll them dice. I'll take an
0: eight. eight. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. So that's a mixed success. So what were you trying to, um, you're going to have to give me a little bit of, of background here. What were you trying to achieve with this ball? Other than it's big and it rolls.
1: I think it's really clear to everyone at the table that what I was going for was a gigantic paper mache parade float style hedgehog, uh, which is why it's like bumping every so often. Um, it's not just a smooth surface, like a round ball. Okay. I don't know how convincing this thing looks. That's what, that's what I'm going for.
0: What it? What is it? What is, it con- what is it supposed to be convincing us of?
1: It's this is supposed to be, this is supposed to be Hemsworth. This is supposed to be a yeah. giant yeah. Hemsworth.
0: Okay. okay. Is it painted to look like a hedgehog? I, I assume. Uh, s- yeah, yeah,
1: okay. yeah. So you've got like the darkened quills that are, mm-hmm. uh, that go from like really dark at the base to, like lighter colors at the tips and he's got some white fur and you know, because it was supposed to roll, there wasn't really a way to get a nose on there. Um, but we tried to get like the raised back for the, um, for the quills themselves. And so it's like a slightly irregular shape, but if it ever stopped moving it, it you know, it, it kind of looks like a hedgehog from the side. Yep. Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Fair enough. Um. Yep. I am aware. I Believe it or not. I did a lot of research onto hedgehogs. For this campaign.
4: Believe it or not, I didn't. (laughs) So I had to Google some stuff. Hedgehogs, believe Uh, it or not.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, Thank you, John, for introducing hedgehogs into this canon. Hedgehunter.net. So you've got a, what looks like a giant curled up hedgehog rolling down Main Street. And then you've got zombies and other creepy figures surrounding it. I'm going to let you have that one. You said you hired the actors. The holiday fair is still ongoing. So you just abandoned your regular booth and had them do this. I, I think, you know, they're fine with that. I think we are seeing this giant papier-mâché hedgehog roll down Main Street. And uh, suffice to say, I think the attention has been drawn from the tasting. And now everyone is, is staring at this uh, essentially impromptu parade. Where do where is Harry in all of this? Is he in the parade? Is he kind of standing off to the side? Is he in his vampire outfit?
1: No, no, he's 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 in the parade.
0: OK, OK. Is, but in the hedgehog. Oh, he's oh in my the hedgehog. God. Hell yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. OK, I'm very glad I asked. All right. So this is a Trojan hedgehog.
1: But, 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 yeah, but yeah, he, he's in the parade.
0: OK, he's the in the per- lovely. OK, <laughs> um, so then I think we turn to. So there's definitely like a general disruption of the crowd. Uh, everyone's milling about kind of people are pulling their phones out, taking pictures. They think this is another um, hambury stunt um, that maybe um, the you know the committee has organized. Um, Car- Carol Ann, where are you in all of this?
4: I think as the bedlam begins, I am passing out my bright orange pumpkin cookies.
0: Okay, and so I kind of want to flash back now to to last night when you were making these cookies. Uh, What Mm -hmm. were you trying to accomplish here?
4: I was trying to take my ghost pepper pumpkin cookie recipe and make it spicier than ever. And so I am experimenting with a new recipe with some hot sauce assistance. from Mr. Harry Finkelstein.
0: Okay. so I th- Dean. Finkelstein. Harry
4: Finkelstein. Fairstain.
0: So I th- think what we're going to do is last time I let you roll um, sweaters for cookies, but this time you are updating a recipe and I just, there's no way that's not cocoa. Um, cocoa. I but agree. if Harry wants to help with his hot sauce selection, then I think um, he can kind of roll um, an assist for that. And Harriet, can
4: I just say my daughter is an honor student? I don't think I need Harry's help.
0: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So can you tell us what your, what your move is?
4: So if your child honor student, if your child is present, you can ask them to re-roll any dice you've made using their stats. And my daughter is an <laughs> honor student and has plus five to Coco.
1: Fuck off! <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, so... For those of you keeping drag at home, that makes it statistically impossible <laughs> for her to fail this roll.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, I think you will try rolling, and then if you don't succeed, then you can retry with Violet's stats. All right. I
4: did succeed, actually. Okay. Out and out. I'm just damn good with my daughter present.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, I think Violet helped. <laughs> Uh, you know, you were about to like get the measurements wrong and do tablespoons instead of teaspoons, which I do constantly. Why are those so similar? Whatever. And I think Violet was there to be like, no, mom, it's the wrong one. And she hands you the other
2: spoon. I feel like she's doing the weak wrist slapping thing. Like, no, we've been over this. <laughs>
4: okay. Uh, these are the spiciest cookies ever made.
0: Okay. Um, and you use the ghost pepper. How did you get them orange?
4: Oh, I think that they are literally colored orange by the amount of ghost pepper in the cookie. Okay.
0: Yeah. I'm colorblind, but I'll um, assume that that adds up.
1: That Sure, ghost yeah. Ghost peppers
4: are are, uh, are on a it's spectrum fine. from orange and red. It's fine. But if you mix them with flour, they'd go pretty orange. It's
0: fine. I believe it's it. Fine. I'm colorblind, so we, we, it, it's, you know,
2: this is my world. So that that works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I, I I like to know that we're all colorblind in this world. Yeah,
2: yeah. we're you're all, all, you're all colorblind yeah. on this blessed day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So the pumpkins are orange, and you are passing them out. What are you What are you saying to get people to to take them? Are you just shoving them in people's hands?
4: I am doing. I'm swapping them out with cookie, like tasting cookies. I am handing them to people and say for the parade. I was like, these are free straight from the uh kitty cat cat diner. Uh <laughs> and I'm just naming all the competitor restaurants. <laughs> the kitty cat <laughs> like, cat cafe.
0: Okay. Yeah, the
4: kitty yeah. cat cat cafe. And I'm just like handing out uh free cookies to everyone. And I was like, they're a special recipe given to us directly from Wesley. <laughs> and uh, Wesley signed off on these personally. <laughs> you can trust Wesley's taste you'll like these cookies and I'm just <laughs> hamming it up yeah uh, and after I hand out the last one I think I'm like Mrs. Claus my ass <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, <laughs>
2: I think that Beth has been following Carolyn and as as Carolyn hands people cookies, Beth hands them this little pamphlet. And the front of the pamphlet says, take a bite, then turn me over. And then on the back of the pamphlet, it says, spicy cookie, question mark, just like Hemsworth without the hambury. More information (sighs) inside. So I'm going to I'm going to have you
0: pause. And I'm guessing that last night you made these pamphlets. Oh,
2: yeah. A big old pot of coffee. And then she worked her little buns off. Okay,
0: so we're going to have you roll. So I know after work hours, your skill is keys to the office. After work hours, you have free Mm -hmm. roam around your place of work. No one questions who comes or goes with you or whatever you may need to borrow. I'm guessing you may have made use of some corporate printing situation.
2: Yes. I also am going to take that liberally and assume that there was some sort of supplementary information about the town's finances and stuff that mm-hmm. was done as a part of this uh slide deck that uh Beth mm-hmm. was presented with. And so she's like, oh she just like calls up Sal and's like, Sal, what's good? Um I'm gonna need just a little bit of more information on this. If you could send over the the background stats on Hemsworth, that would be great. You're a you're a peach. Uh okay. so so she's not only is going to uh use and abuse the printing services, she's also gonna try to do a little uh Corporate espionage on our own company. Okay, Um,
0: uh, you know we will we will not cover the legal implications for Beth on this. Um, (laughs) We'll leave that as a a special bonus for all of our lawyer listeners. But
2: for this, I'm saying all the information is publicly available. They just (laughs) she just uh, used the stuff that was uh, all localized in one one location for her.
0: Yeah, perfect. Okay, so I think I would like you to then. Roll for the spreadsheet work you did to like basically you just created a mm-hmm. business plan in a single night and made a yeah. snazzy brochure to boot. So I think you need yeah, to roll yeah, for for Coco to um to okay. make that presentation. Yep. Okay. Come on. An eight mixed
2: success. All right. Okay. It wasn't a straight up flail. So the
0: holiday spirit,
4: the hambury spirit, is yeah. with us this day. Can you feel it? <laughs>
2: Yes. Okay, Reverend
0: Carolyn, <laughs> let's calm down. Um okay, so we are going to I think you crunched a lot of numbers and you did yeah, all yeah, exactly. the yeah. like all of the math and you like have it all figured out in your head, but then not all of it necessarily made it onto the brochure. So the brochure mm-hmm. is maybe a little bit because you had to like get it over so you could print like a thousand yeah. copies of this and so the brochure doesn't have the full information, but it, it definitely says, you know, there's, you know, it kind of gives the highlights. So so what does it say?
2: I, I think it's like kind of maybe like three parts. One is like just like a, a like an outline of of information about what like what's going on that with like, like the real estate purchases, which is should be like public knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, And then this kind of general tenor that do we want this this corporation coming in? And then information about concerned citizens and how to organize and how to like redress your government. Wow, you're really knocking it out of the part with uh, <laughs> the the law here today. Uh and then like the third might be the kind of business planning portion. And I think that's the portion that really goes over people's heads. I think she got a little too uh to, <laughs> a little too business school about it, but I, I think it's it's sound and, and most people should come away with the 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 concept that these people mm-hmm. on their face might talk a good talk but they they might not be walking the walk that um earth agrees with. Mm-hmm. But so so that's that's the um the pamphlets that the the one two punch of the incredibly spicy cookie and mm-hmm. then also this uh corporate ghoul is trying to destroy the heart and soul of our downtown. <laughs> Beautiful.
4: <sighs> corporate ghoul is so good. Yeah.
2: So I think that like uh she's she's also got another little she's got like a kind of maybe a messenger bag on and peeking out the top you can see like a little little ribbon. After she's done doing her due diligence, she is kind of frantically searching the crowd and and goes up and and actually finds um finds her mom. Okay? And so she's she walks over she uh, she's like "Mom, if you're wondering, the cookies are spicy. It's a ploy." I didn't give you a pamphlet. I'll tell you about it later. But uh, but more importantly, um, I, uh, I I I brought you brought you a gift and uh, she's going to hand her mom um, a little kind of crappily wrapped little little box.
0: OK, um, so then I think her mom is going to smile and say, Beth, you didn't have to do that. You know, having you here for the holidays is is gift enough. But, and then I think she's gonna start to unwrap it.
2: So I think inside, her mom is gonna pull out two homemade caramel apples.
0: Oh. Uh-uh. Uh, so I think her her mom is gonna say, "Now, Beth, what have I told you about these caramel apples?" And then she like kind of hands it to you. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I um. It's it has been greater than one month since I have puked eating one. So, I, I mean, I I, <laughs> I I made these myself. Uh, Carol and, you know, at the uh, Snow Day uh, Cafe, she's the one that makes those cookies that you like. So I, I asked her to um, to help me make these. So I, I hope I hope they're good. I made one for me, too, um, because I'm selfish, I guess. I
0: think your your mom just chuckles and uh, and uh, she kind of puts out the um the caramel apple kind of as if to like toast you, and mm-hmm. uh, yes, and then yeah. she takes a ching bite. Ching ching, yeah, yeah.
2: Beth does too. Okay,
0: so now, um, Harry. Last I checked, you were inside a giant paper mache hedgehog. Yep. <laughs> I'm guessing. You have some sort of reveal plant. Mm.
1: Uh You know, I didn't think it was going to get to this point. Okay, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> yes.
0: So where where is the hedgehog? D- don't jump into the reveal yet. But where is the hedgehog when uh, when this reveal happens? Or where is the
1: hedgehog? Before? Is every so the the parade the procession? Okay, is making its way over to the square to the Hemsworth statue. Okay. And that's, that's the destination.
0: Okay. So I think it's winding closer to the Hemsworth statue. And as it's getting there, I think word is spreading. I think Violet is on her crutches, but she is helpfully circling with, you know, those um, things that people who work in ballparks who like sell you stuff have where it's like a, a harness where it has stuff in it um the only thing she's got in the harness is just napkins because she knows that people are about to take bites into these like dangerous cookies and violet she has a plus five in cocoa and she's just like thinking ahead <laughs> um so she's got all these napkins in uh, in this tray thing and she's just kind of you know again she she has her crutches but she's like take a napkin to spit out those cookies in and don't forget to read the pamphlet um, and so she's kind amazing. of amazing. And she's got some of her um, friends kind of helping to spread the word as well. So so I think you see her kind of circling. I think you see at the snowman booth, you see Brett and Caitlin. And at first they had kind of stayed behind the booth. Uh, but then they eventually wandered out to to read the pamphlet and, and try one of the cookies. Well, at least I think <laughs> Brett uh goes in for a cookie because he actually liked it last time. But uh Caitlin is is still wheat free, um gluten free and all those things, but she does pick up a pamphlet and she kind of she she picks up what you're putting down, Beth, when when it comes to your when it comes mm-hmm. to your pamphlet. Um, um
4: mm-hmm. I just want you to know I made special cookies for her.
0: Oh, okay. So so they oh, are wheat free, gluten free, but God. still spicy. hmm Okay.
4: Wheat free, gluten free. I these are special cookies just for you, darling.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I think she's not a complete idiot and sees that everyone's spitting them out, so she does uh, kindly take it. But um, she is she's not going to eat it. Um,
2: I think the reverse is that they actually are exceptionally good cookies. Like they're that they're the best wheat free, gluten free cookies to ever exist. And because of Caitlin's own hubris, she doesn't eat them and misses out on a great like founding moment in the culinary experience. Yeah. Fuck her. Okay. Yeah. That's what Beth wants at least. Fuck her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I think we've, we've kind of, and then I think the judges are kind of slightly panicking. I think Wesley is just kind of a little in shock, but trying to keep things calm. And so I think as the hedgehog rolls up to the middle of the square, I think Wesley's going to come up and say, uh, uh, what is the meaning of this? What, who are you? And he like just kind of goes up to um, the people who are dressed up as zombies and stuff and, and kind of starts trying to ask them who they are.
1: They are professionals and they do not break character. OK. All they're getting. All he's getting out of them is. Nah, <laughs>
0: okay. Um. All right. So what what happens? Mike, tell us.
1: So do they does he stop them before or try to stop them before they get to the square or Well, the I, square? I, th-
0: I think he's he's trying to stop them once you guys kind of get to the edge of the square. But there's one, Wesley. I mean, Judy, you know, Judy and Graham are not they're not putting themselves on, in the line of fire for this. You know, they're just kind of standing back and, and checking out the pamphlet, honestly. Um, and I think especially for Graham, who was his yeah. business was one of the ones that was going to be replaced. He's kind of like. Got his eyebrows like way up as he's as he's reading through the pamphlet.
1: Then these professional thespians with massive amounts of college debt do not break character for a second <laughs> and keep on proceeding forward to the fucking square because they know who's signing their checks and it's not Wesley.
0: OK, so so you they, they,
1: they, 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 they like walk around. They're not trampling. They're not stomping. They just like they keep moving past them, basically.
0: Yeah. yeah. OK, so they do are... the
1: minimal amount of work
4: necessary to earn their paycheck. We still right? God
0: intended. Okay, so the the procession has now reached the foot of the Hemsworth statue.
1: Okay, as they get there, hey, did we get the measurements right? Did, did this land upright? I guess is my question.
0: You had a mixed success, so I think like it it looked okay. It, it It doesn't look it doesn't look the most convincing, right? It's it's not artistically, you know, a masterpiece. But I think you you got the general structure of it correct, and it. It's, it's it looks enough like a hedgehog where people get it
1: okay then i guess what happens is smoke starts to come out of the hedgehog don't ask which end and there's just a lot of it billowing around just coming out and you can hear laughter coming from inside
0: like maniacal laughter yeah like a cartoonish laugh okay Good. <laughs> there it is okay a cartoonish count chocula yeah. laugh
1: yeah that's exactly right okay. right like yep. so obviously over the top that no one would be scared
0: by it
3: i thought you're gonna do a character voice mike <laughs>
0: <laughs> got him okay sorry got for interrupting him. please <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we got him
1: <laughs> guys gals and non-binary pals of hemsworth I stole that from Jay Kenji Lopez Alt. Yeah, just want you fucking clear. did. It's fine. It's um, fine. Keep, that's going. Right.
2: Keep
1: going. Keep that credit in there. The only thing scarier and more ghoulish than Halloween is the plans for Hemsworth that you've seen in the pamphlets that have been distributed. And as you hear that out from the top, yeah, sure, why not? I don't know. I don't want to worry about the logistics. Out from the top. Neither do I. Of the hedgehog pops out Harry, and he's wearing his normal like vampire getup, but over the 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 top is a t shirt that he had to hastily just write on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just basically like body paint that's been like smeared onto like a blank t shirt, and it just says. Uh, and he didn't get the spacing right on any of this. <laughs> uh, Keep the hambury in Hemsworth. There's a lot.
0: Okay, that's a lot. Maybe some letters. people can read it. Yeah. Okay. Um. OK, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So then I think um, so as this is happening, Wesley was kind of trying to like, you know, maybe negotiate with some of the uh, some of the zombies, but he just kept getting in response. And like that just like, didn't really work out for him. So, you know, I think he's running from kind of one end of the square back to the center of it where the Hemsworth statue is, where we're kind of um, where the giant paper mache hedgehog is. So I think, Dana, at this point, what are what are you doing?
3: So I think after the moment that she had with Wesley the previous day, she still wants to believe that Wesley is a true believer in Hemsworth and is just kind of being misguided by this whole fall mark plan and that she can convince him to sort of go back to Hemsworth's roots and the true meaning of the holidays. So I think she's trying to wait and find an opportunity to talk to him one on one and is kind of anxiously awaiting for that a moment where she can go and get his attention.
0: Okay, so, yeah, I think kind of as all this chaos is happening, um, he's kind of striding back and forth. And I think, you know, Dana has that opportunity now. He's kind of walking maybe just in front of her.
3: Yeah, so I think she sees that. But I think that as she's walking up to go and and grab him, her phone buzzes and I think it's Razorback and uh, goes and, and checks and sees what what they have to say about their research into Wesley.
0: Okay, so I think then maybe we will we sort of already set this one up because we had that scene prior where Razorback was asking for more information I guess first let's let's have you do some sort of role for for Razorback's okay. success here.
3: And if it's Coco, that's fine because I do have my special skill that I'm happy to use for this one. Feels yeah, like the I mean, right time. I think
0: I think Razorback is using his cocoa. Okay. But if you would like to use your holiday magic power and use your cheer to kind of have encouraged him into doing his his uh, searching, then I think um, I can
3: justify yeah, that. Yeah, I definitely do want that. And I will uh, check one of those off. Okay. And use my cheer. All right. 11.
0: Yeah. I mean, that plus four modifier. Uh-huh.
3: It's good. It's good stuff, y'all.
0: So I think what Dana had told Razorback when they chatted last night was, you know, as much as she hated the concept that Wesley was working on, she still kind of felt like they had a moment and maybe... Uh, maybe he he is part of the the hedgehunters in spirit. Why did you just roll a D one hundred? Yeah,
3: it just felt right for some reason. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to distract you.
0: Well, you got a 34 and a D one hundred. Yeah. So you, great you job. That 34. Great job. Okay.
2: Exceptional 72. Damn, <laughs> okay. I suck. Literally. Uh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> Um, I never get
3: to roll dice. This is like the no, first I time know. I get to fuck with this thing.
2: Okay, yeah, we feel the same way. <laughs> okay,
0: so I think what Razorback took from your conversation was if he can find some sort of proof that that Wesley is not a a believer, not a hedgehunter in spirit, then then that might be enough to convince you not to trust him. Razorback, by nature. They don't they don't trust institutions, so um, they know which side they land on and and they want to try to help you get to get to the truth. So I think with your 11 in cheer, everything you said, you know, you're close friends with Razorback. And um, even though I don't think you've ever met, they they really feel for you. So they're going to break out some of their, you know, best elite elite hacking skills. And Mm. it's actually like not that hard. Um, Wesley's iCloud password is just uh, GoHedgehogs2006, which it took Razorback like 10 minutes to crack. And so once he gets in there, he's able to find texts between Wesley and Jim Jefferson. And there's one from this morning, actually, that says, yeah, we're going to have to add some some hedgehog bullshit to the 3D rendering, but you know, I don't. I don't think we have to be super specific with it. Just, just throw some, just throw some stuff on there. These people will believe anything. We just need to k- pander to them a little bit. And uh, that is the screenshot that uh, that Razorback texts you, uh, Dana.
3: Okay. So I think that Dana goes and looks at that text and kind of freezes in her tracks and then looks up and there is fury in her eyes. Oh dear. And is there like a stage or, or like where was the judging going to happen? Like what's the centerpiece of the, of the competition?
0: Yeah. It's the same stage that's kind of been there throughout. Um, But it's, it's empty right now and they were going to kind of announce from there. Um, at
3: the Yeah. End. So I think Dana goes like up the hill and makes a snowball.
0: Okay.
2: Oh my god.
3: And she's gonna roll that motherfucker.
2: <laughs> okay. Taking um, Hemsworth into her own paws.
3: I don't think she wants to destroy the town. I think she just wants to smash like the implements of the festival. Of the ham of of the the announcement of this competition of the Hambury.
0: Okay. So I think I'm going to have you roll. I think it's got to be physical. It's got to be sweaters because you are physically rolling this. But because of like, I'm not going to make you use a magic point. I'm just going to say you can roll with advantage. Okay. Because I am I'm nice. happy to use
3: my last magic point for this too, <laughs> but I'm, I can roll with advantage. Let's see. All right. So that's sweaters and I get one more die. Let's see.
0: Okay. So that's right, an, be... an eight. Eight. An eight. That's a mixed success. So I think what you were aiming for was to just, like, destroy the stage. Is that fair to say?
3: I definitely am not trying to hurt people. That is, that okay. is not yeah. Dana's yeah. objective well, here.
0: Yeah. I, we will... <laughs> if
3: that's a mixed success, that'd be a rough no. one.
0: No, I don't... We're not... This is a holiday movie. The, the worst that happens is someone sprains their ankle. Which did happen. That so... was pretty grisly, though. Mm. Yeah, okay. So I think... Dana kind of ran up the hill, uh, which is actually what I had planned for the snowball roll. And if we ever want to come back to to Thamesworth another time, we can certainly do the snowball roll. But I think she kind of runs up and doesn't go all the way to the top, but goes up high enough where she can uh, make a decent snowball.
3: Can I add that she's using the the hedgehog kind of bowling balls that we made in episode one? All right. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Something so maybe that. that's like that. the 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 seed of her snowball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think she kind of rolls it um, a bit, builds it up, and then just gives it one giant shove to try to hit that stage and and knock it over. So I think what happens is that it does make it to the stage and it does collide with the stage. I don't think it knocks the stage completely over, but all the snow is going to hit the banners and kind of the paper decorations. And all of that is just going to get wet and gross and is just going to be totally messed up. So I think symbolically, it definitely looks pretty in shambles. Excellent. Okay. So now I think there's been a giant snowball launched into the square there's people kind of gagging up orange cookie <laughs> into napkins all over, and there is a giant paper mache hamster that Harry has emerged out of, so maybe as that snowball kind of hits the stage, Harry, what is uh what is happening where where you are?
1: I think I'm sort of taken aback by the snowball there um <laughs> Fair. How do I make uh, good use of a crisis? Um, or some more pain. I mean,
0: it's a sign from Hemsworth, right?
1: It is a sign from Hemsworth. Hemsworth guide me. If the planners of this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna take out the fangs really quickly.
0: Oh, holy shit! Fuck.
1: Everyone here knows. Hemsworth's own favorite son Wesley Patterson and I like you was pretty excited to see Wesley come back to Hemsworth I thought that he really meant it when he said that he wanted to revitalize our town to make the rest of the world think of it as special as we do but that was wrong the pamphlets that you have in front of you show the plans that Wesley came up with the help of those empty suits at Fallmark to completely destroy what this town is. They don't want Hemsworth. They want another place where they can dig their greedy claws and make as much money off of the backs and the sweat of the people who live here as possible. And I don't know about you, But I have a lot of love for Hemsworth. Where else can you find olives and all of the other good things, (laughs) cookies, and get your your own hair aura taken on the same street? Where else can you stop for a slice of pie before going over to the Kitty Cat Cafe and getting a good night's sleep at the Lion's Inn? There's nowhere like Hemsworth. And if Falmark has its way, if Wesley has his way, they're going to take the hamboree out of Hemsworth. They're going to take all of us out of Hemsworth. And they're going to leave nothing left behind for anybody who loves it like we do. I, I love this town. And my old man did too. And I know that he wouldn't want to see all of the people that he loved losing the businesses that they worked so hard to keep open, to see families pushed out. And if we don't want this to be the last hambury that Hemsworth ever has, then we need to say no to Fallmark, and we need to tell Wesley to take his empty suit back to fuck—where uh, did he get his MBA— take his empty suit and his NBA back to Boston and reclaim this fucking town.
4: Fuck Boston.
2: Um, (laughs) somewhere, uh, and it's Beth.
1: That was the crowd.
2: Uh, a chant starts. Fuck Boston. Mayor Harry. Mayor Mayor, Harry.
4: Mayor Harry.
2: Mayor Mayor, Harry. No. It's a no,
4: no, political. No, 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 no. It's hey. a genius. No, no,
1: no. Harry, no. Harry. And Harry, and Harry's shaking his hands, but he's lost balance, so it looks like he's waving to the crowd, yes. but he's really trying to say
0: no. Yes,
3: Steen. Pinklestein, Steen.
1: Pinklestein.
3: Pinklestein. Pinklestein, Pinklestein. We can't Pinklestein. change the
0: sign. <laughs> don't uh, Steve.
1: Correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. That, was
1: a, that was a deep cut. We're the Y'all. worst chances
4: who ever lived. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, All right, we're gonna end. And I, and I, and I think, I, I, think finally, I, I think he finally. I think he finally. We're done. That's no, how it I ends. An it ends
4: right
0: Fuck you. I have an epilogue. Um, and then we're, we're so close to done. Okay, scene ended there. <laughs> okay. Um. So now we see it's it's a month later. There's actually more snow than before in Hemsworth because it turns out actually January has much more snow than December on average. It's kind of wild. Um, True. True. And the town looks, I mean, it doesn't look like it did the last time we saw it, but it it looks like it's gone mostly back to normal. All the businesses, you know, and love are still there, including uh, Mrs. Costas tea shop. It's still there. It doesn't look uh, it's actually under some renovations, but um, you've heard that it's it's not turning into anything else. It's it's going to stay a tea shop. So as we go through Main Street, we're going to kind of see some folks walking down the streets. We see Beth on the sidewalk, and she's actually right in front of the Snow Day Cafe. Since the last time we saw Beth, she looks radically different. She has a smile on her face, uh, which is new. And she goes up to the counter and, uh, standing there is, is Carol Ann. We don't actually hear their conversation. They just chat back and forth. Carol Ann hands Beth a coffee cup, uh, to go. And Beth leaves and continues walking down the street till she gets to city hall. So in the, in the past month, Beth was, uh, Well, she says resigned. Fallmark insists uh, terminated with cause, but either way, she has left her job there and um, moved back home permanently to to be with her mom, and uh, has gotten a job part time in city hall, helping rebuild Hemsworth and the Holiday Hambury. Going back to the um, Snow Day Cafe, we see Carol Ann, who turns to. Violet who's sitting at one of the tables and she actually has a college sweater on. Um, She received her acceptance just a couple weeks ago. Mo, what, uh, what college did Violet get accepted to?
2: Boston college. No, it's not. It's it's not Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, my cousin.
4: I'm just trying to decide. Actually, the options are already in my head. And the question I have is like, dude, does she become a coastal elite? Did she become a wealthy elite or does she go to a Southern school? And I think the answer is a Southern school. As I mentioned, my daughter's an honor student and she got accepted into Vanderbilt University.
0: Oh God. Okay. Um. All right. Fuck so she is Commodores. Ver- wearing a classic college hoodie um, that says Vandy across the front at least their SEC go
4: Commodores okay
0: all right So absolute disdain in our GM's voice (laughs) (laughs) to hell with Vandy Uh to hell with Georgia okay we're we're moving right along Carol Ann uh, looks down at her phone and she sees a text from a contact that says it's just named Chris and it says um I'm glad we got back in touch. Um, I hope you're doing well.
3: <gasps> oh, shut.
0: <laughs> okay. Mama Mia. All right. <laughs> 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 then we see the camera move to uh, Harold's house of Halloween. And just outside, we see uh, Dana uh, walking up. And she is coming in to start her shift where, she, uh, you know, she works part time. And she kind of gets cozy at the register, uh, where right in front of the register, there is um, kind of a new decoration. Um, sorry, one second. Uh, wait, so is he not running for mayor? He is. You give
2: that motherfucking yard sign right now. Give him a fucking yard sign. Don't do it.
3: He's do
0: definitely it. running for mayor.
3: Sarah.
2: Give him a Mike, fucking you yard sign. Can I? Yeah, there's like, my, so, can, this has to happen. He can be angry about it. Hmm? Yeah. Okay, you're, you're, okay, yeah. Okay. okay, Okay. I got it. Even I got if it. Got you it.
3: don't like it, then you can be tearing them down, but we put okay. them up.
0: Yeah yeah, 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 okay, okay. So I got it, I got it. Okay, so, so Dana, so as Dana walks in, she uh, gets herself uh, situated behind the cash register uh, where you can see the shirt she's wearing. Um, it says, Think for Mayor. And yes. as okay. she settles in at her cash register, she pulls out her laptop where you can see a bumper sticker on the back of it. And um, she has a little name tag on the shirt that says uh, campaign manager. Yes. Then we see Harry walk in and he comes over to the cash register and sees the sign. There's also a sign that says, "think for mayor that was placed next to the cash register. He sees the sign, shakes his head and takes it down before giving Dana um, a bit of a death glare he <laughs> takes it down and uh and walks back out to the kitchen where his mom is and they are looking at a stack of resumes that are for a store manager um looks like harry is finally going to get some help and uh and uh, won't be stuck running the store so with that we come back to Dana, and she see we we see a message pop up on on her computer. Um, it's from Razorback, and it just says, "There's been another sighting in Highland Grove." And then we see Dana kind of put her fingers down to the keyboard to respond, and that's where we'll end.